Talk Radio. Just setting up Periscope, guys. If you've never watched the show um, on Periscope before, I think tonight is the night. Go to periscope.com.tv slash Ian Lee. We have got some proper psychedelic visuals for you. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Ding dong, ding a dong, ding. Come on, everybody, join in. Ding dong, ding a dong, ding. The party is about to begin. Oh, clap your hands and feet. Move along with the party beat. There's games to play and songs to sing. So let the music start to swing. Ding dong, ding a dong, ding. Come on, everybody, join in. In this soulless, depressing, miserable world where everything seems pointless and um, it's, it's just so darned miserable, isn't it? But we've got three hours of, um, yes, three hours of bollocks to get us, uh, get us through. We're going to get through to the next, get through to 1am and we're done. We can move on with our Fetid, miserable lives. Good evening. 03444991000 is the telephone number. Late nights with Ian Lee. If you're watching on Periscope, uh, we've decided we're going to jazz up the visuals a little bit. Um, and we have bought things for you to look at. You don't want to look at me. You don't want to look at Kath. You don't want to look behind the scenes of the studio. You guys are the MTV generation. You need your visual stimulation. And so, if you are watching on Periscope.tv slash Ian Lee, for the first hour and a half of the show, you will have a £7.99 water feature. There we go, guys. If you're watching on Periscope, this was only £7.99. And can I just say... We currently have just under 200 viewers, which is way more than we normally get. So, <laughs> when I thought of this last week, I thought we're going to get more viewers showing that than my miserable, tear-stained face. And boy, I was right. That's staying there till 11.30. I'm not going to tell you what we're going to swap it with at 11.30, but boy, oh boy, you kids are going to dig it. I just know you're going to dig it. Hands up if you hate yourself. Just me, guys. Just me. Okay. Okay. So, 03444991000. Lots to to get on the show today, including um, between now and 1am, I'm going to teach myself how to play the banjo. There's a banjo there, a five-stringer. There's a book I borrowed off my mate Scott three years ago. Uh, he's even stopped asking for it back, which is which is good. But it's here, and I will be teaching myself the banjo later on. Um... Oh, and I booked in for a CBT. Um, 
And bless someone on Twitter. I, I thought I'd made it quite clear it was the um, motorcycle training day you have to go on if you want to buy a scooter. I'm doing it on Thursday. And some poor soul said, yeah, I did that when my mum died. It really helped. She meant cognitive behavioural therapy. It was awkward for both of us. Although, really, there was no need for it to be awkward because these things happen. I also had um, a trans sex worker offer me cock and ball torture. Um, I don't know if it was a freebie, though, so I didn't investigate it any further. Thank you to everybody who came last night to Portishead to watch me... Well, not to watch me, to watch Eddie Large. I was a mere sideshow. It was an absolute... Let me turn that back. An absolute raving success. Um... It held 250, 270 people turned up. I think we squeezed them in. We may have broken all of the fire safety regulations, but hey, that's rock and roll, guys. That is rock and roll, excuse me. Um, And uh, Eddie Large um, was an absolute... I can see we've got two people on the switchboard who came last night. Eddie Large was an absolute star... We have... Oh, by the way, Catherine's here. Hello. You were there as well. I was. How good was Eddie Large? Gosh, I'm so glad. I wouldn't have missed it, because I'd seen it from The Inception, which was the interview on this show. Good film. And, well, and then... (laughs) I'm still thinking about that film. Um, And then, you know, for it to to snowball the way it did into something just glorious, a real celebration, and... And he was funny! Do you know what the highlight as well, though, for me was? His wife. Oh, Patsy. Oh, Patsy is a darling. If, uh, me and Patsy are going to run away together, I think. She is an absolute darling. A little bit tipsy at the end of the evening, I think. Um, it was... It was. We've recorded it. So what my plan is to play a bit of it out on the show, once we've edited it. Um, just like a little snippet, so you can, you can, you can feel the vibe. Um, and then if Eddie's up for it, I might, we'll put it on iTunes and sell it, and he can, he can have um, the money that comes from it. It was a success. He was dead nervous... And uh, here's the thing, right? The first half, he was going to do 40 minutes. He did over an hour. Did over an hour, right? And he was getting huge laughs. And I was sat in the wings watching, partly because you know, it was the best seat in the house, and partly because the, the stage wasn't very wide, and I was really worried he'd step... I, I was primed to jump in if he stepped too close to the edge. Um, but he killed them. He, he absolutely killed them. Not literally. That would have been horrific. But he um, he was hilarious. Proper. Got his first big belly laugh really early on. And it didn't stop from then onwards. Here's the thing. I went... I, after he'd done his bit, I went and said, Right, ladies and gentlemen, we've got an interval. We'll see you in half an hour. I went backstage to the dressing room where he and Patsy, his d- delightful wife, were. And uh, the first thing he said to me... Was I all right? Was I all right? Eddie Large, who had, had just destroyed an audience with, you know, proper laugh-out-loud belly laughs and several rounds of applause, says to me, a mere whippersnapper in the great scheme of things, an amateur, was I all right? I went, Ed, you were brilliant! You were brilliant! And I don't think he believed it. Um... The second half was a bit more relaxed. It was me and him having a chat, um, and we had some clips. My only, my only thing I would, if I were to do it again, to do differently, was I'd, I'd have two less clips because there were, there were six clips. It was probably too many. I'd take two out. Um, I shortened one as we were showing them, but we showed a bit of "This Is Your Life," "Got Your Oscar," a couple of sketches, and um, the interesting thing, Catherine, that I didn't expect was the audience 
were laughing at the, at the, the videos. Yeah. People don't normally laugh at they videos. They were applauding the videos. They got, the videos got a round of applause <laughs> at the end. And it was incredible. And, and the only reason I'd say I'd cut out two of the videos is because there wasn't really... Uh, everything went on longer than I thought. And I would like to have had more of a chat. But, but, but. Um, it was it was a success. I've, I've posted some videos on Twitter. I'll, I'll, I'll write a blog about it at some point and put it on ianlee.com. Uh, it was a huge success. If you came last night, and I know loads of you did, and do you know what? I, I can't remember any of your names. There was one kind soul. Um, was it Steve? Who heard me talking ages ago. It was Steve, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, the guy from that works on Horizon. I don't think we're supposed to mention where he works. There was, but, but there was another guy called Steve who doesn't work on Horizon, <laughs> and he because I think I think pirating um, BBC copyrighted material it goes against all the BBC <laughs> guidelines. Um, he'd heard me saying that I would like to own a box set of tomorrow's world episodes, so he raided a library of a certain corporation and burnt me about six DVDs of Tomorrow's World episodes. And he said, oh, some of the early... Well, one from each decade. He said some of the early ones are a bit jumpy. I went, this is gold! This is gold! We met him. We met loads of people, loads of rabbit hole listeners. Him and Murray. Yes. Uh, Matt. Murray was the ten-year-old lad. Yes, he was. Tim was was his dad. Yeah, Murray was an absolute star. Ten-year-old boy was there. How great was that? There was a gentleman who just yelled, Oi, boily! At me. (laughs) It was, without doubt, an absolute raging success. And um, if you couldn't come... Um, well, part of me, I've been saying on Twitter and Facebook, no more projects, no more projects. But then, um, he kind of, he kind of hinted, well, he didn't hint. I said to Eddie, I asked him the question, are you and Sid ever going to get back together again? He said, well, Sid's coming to stay with me for a few days in the summer. And my brain's going, we could do this again with little and large. We could do this again with little and large. But I'm out. I'm out. Give yourself a week free. I tell you who um, we, we, it was brilliant. We had we had um, uh, Daz and his uh, uh, friends Mark and Jess came and helped out. They were superb. Tracy Fowler uh, helped out as well. I tell you who helped out uh, was Dredge. The work experience. Oh, yeah. Evening, Dredge. Good evening. Good afternoon. Hey, man. Um, right. Yes. Um, uh, it turns out we during the show. I, I, I only half heard the story, so correct me if I'm wrong. But is it right that halfway uh, during the show, someone did a DNA test on you, and it turns out you're Eddie Large's son? Well, uh, I think it was Eddie Large's nurse that came up to me and said, "Are, are you Eddie's son?" <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, I said I, I'm terribly sorry, but I, I'm afraid I'm not. No, you would like to. She said, you? she said, she said, well, you look just like him. I thought that that is a sort of a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> Dredge was the person, um, and I've always wondered who these people are. When you go to events and they have a Q and A, and someone says, "Right, any questions?" Dredge was the person who um, went around with a dodgy microphone, because uh, it was dodgy, that one, and um, would go up to them and give them the microphone. The runner. He was the runner. And um, Daz, who was doing all the sound, very quickly found the Benny Hill music. <laughs> as I Thank you, Dredge, for allowing me to mercilessly bully you. There was a point um, where the, someone had put their hand up in the front row, and we went there, and then the person next to them put their hand up, but I spotted right in the back row that someone else had their hand up, so I sent in there and of course yeah last you. night we came across something that i think we're going to adopt generally in all our questioning from oh. now on the best question in the world the ever. best question ever get this dear listener 
Uh, any questions for Eddie Large? Who's the biggest star you've worked with? Who is the nicest comedian? The question at the back, right? And I'm going to do this for every interview I do now for the rest of my life, okay? Yes, sir. Question at the back. Here, Eddie. Have you ever seen a ghost? Oh, what a question. Wasn't it a great one, John? That was a brilliant question. And then he answered um, wow, didn't in he? the affirmative, sort of, didn't he? Well, and he, he said, said he'd never seen well, a ghost, but he'd been to Doris Stokes' house. And he was saying that, you know, the things that she had said mm. struck a chord with him. Very but personal, yeah. What, what, what was funny to me was that when, when we were, like, in a rehearsal... Uh, period. Well, not rehearsal. Sorry. Well, beforehand. <laughs> yes. Beforehand. <laughs> when we were, when we were, I was cacking my pants. Yes, that period. Yes. You said, you said, um, uh, Eddie. Uh, may I introduce Dredge? <laughs> and then Eddie sort of says to me, John, be polite. He's, uh, oh, is it very nice to meet you, uh, Dredge? <laughs> <laughs> but he was so nice. That's what I found interesting. He was just like really, really nice and quite sort of actually when he wasn't on stage he was terrified he was absolutely terrified after the show because i know you had a little chat with him afterwards after the show he was absolutely exhausted right and, and he yeah. sent me a, he sent me an angry email so he said Irian, when i went out afterwards to um get a bit of the glory all everyone could say to me was oh that ian lee's nice that ian lee's funny i went yeah it is. that's that's right that's respect <laughs> um but thank you so much for your help last night john it was appreciated and thank you for being good sport with our um our, our, our bullying we bullied you from the stage basically i was slightly nervous because uh, as soon as the thing started i had this microphone i was all ready to go you yeah. know as soon as the thing started uh, the sound guy came along and took it off me yeah yeah <laughs> i know that microphone was busted and i had to use it um, but never mind. Uh, so you it, did a cracking job, out. John. Thank you very much. Thank you, Ian. Thank you, you for and letting you me got, be part I'm of assuming it. you got home safely. You're not being held hostage by Portishead terrorists. No, I'm um, exhausted and sunburned, but uh, very, very happy, yeah. Well, I told you not to sleep outside. Thank you very much indeed, John. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Let's go to somebody else who was there. It's Barry Weston. We met Barry Weston last night. Hey, Ian, how you doing, mate? Hey, but now the thing is, right, this, this, very, this, how do I say this, this short and skinny gentleman, an old head, turned up and said, Ian, can I have a picture? And I went, yeah, of course you can, mate. And it wasn't until he, he, you said something, Barry, that I got the full Barry Weston accent, and I went, hey, I'm Barry Weston! <laughs> and it was a delight, no, nay, it was a thrill, nay, it was an honour to meet you last night, sir. Well, can I say, Ian, that yourself and Catherine, what lovely people you are. Wow. And it was an absolute wow. pleasure to come to that show. Fair shout to Eddie Large, a real old trooper. Yeah. Wasn't he good? Wasn't he good? And to me, I mean, you saw more because obviously you were presenting it and comparing it. But to me, he came over as enjoying himself so much. Yeah. Yeah. And the stories were just flowing, Ian. Were, uh, were, and you know what? I don't think we even tapped the surface. Uh, the stories were flowing. I'm still angry he got a round of applause for the potato clock joke. He got a round of applause <laughs> for the potato... joke. It's a terrible joke. <laughs> the potato clock joke got around. I'm sat there going, this, I can't believe... I was, I was booing from the side of the stage that that was getting a but round of applause. It's a brilliant dad stroke granddad joke. It's a terrible joke. He <laughs> 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 got a round of applause, but it, but it was... Um, Here's the thing, Barry, and this is a, this sounds like a corny old showbiz cliche, but me and John talked about this briefly. 
the atmosphere in the room for that three hours that show went on was two and a half, three hours. Um, it was different. There was John said there was there was there was a physical shift in the atmosphere, and I I said the vibes, man, the vibes in that room changed from the moment he walked out, and there was it was full of love, wasn't it? It was, and, and the audience participation, yep. the fact we all sung Happy Birthday and all the rest of it. But yep. I just think, Ian, it was just one of those nights. David, uh, my mate who met you as well. Yeah, yeah. And David, we both said on the way back, what a lovely evening. And I'll be honest, Ian, I mean, if you can organise, I would say to all the listeners, yes. if you are able to organise any more of these shows, what an experience to go there. No, 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 Barry. Th- listen, I'm going to move on. Nice to meet you. No, 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 no. I'm doing no more, no more projects. No more projects for me, dear listener. Saying that, I've got one more project. I want to find the roof of this building, and I want to find it tonight. Well, but well, that that'll come later on, dear listener. It's eighteen minutes past ten. It's the late night alternative with me, Ian Lee. Catherine's in the studio. I am. Ed's last week. Hello. Yeah. When when, when is your last day, um, backstabber? July the fourth. Hang on. When is? I don't know what that means. Yeah, it's Tuesday July. next week. So oh, so you, Independence Day, eh? Yep. Yes. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, don't put your headphones on, mate. That's your talky bit done. <laughs> Thank you. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. We call you straight back. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep over. Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Now, here's the thing. On the way home last night, we listened to... Catherine was in my car. We drove back from Portishead. Um, and we listened to a bit of Howard Hughes. But you know what? His guest was getting on my nerves. Whitley Stryber, who wrote Communion. Uh, he just told the, the most made-up story. By the way, if you want to watch the show, periscope.tv slash Ian Lee, we've got visuals for you tonight. The most made-up story ever. Catherine, recount the made-up story from Whitley Stryber. He went to the toilet at the airport and it seemed to take 40 minutes and he reckons he was only in for a minute, but yeah. he was obviously in there having poo. <laughs> yeah, and he passed out. Sometimes you do. You, you squint and you, your head and you pass out. We've all but, fainted on the lap. But lab. the suggestion seemed to be that he'd somehow um, been abducted by aliens yeah. while he was in the box. Rubbish. Absolute, it's to us all. absolute rubbish. So we listened to a bit of it, but it was it was, it was too much bullshine for even me to take. <laughs> so um, after that, I said, "Okay, oh, you've got to listen to a bit of the Billy Idol audiobook." Honestly, it is <laughs> my it is my favorite favorite thing in the world. The Billy I- Billy Idol reading his own autobiography. I mean, the man is. Oh, I think I might need my brain taken out and rinsing under a tap. Honestly, and I'm, I was I meant to sort out a bit for the show, and I forgot to. So we're going to play a bit at random, but we're going to hover over the dump button. <laughs> um, because it's quite sweary. He but, tends to finish a lot of his sentences with, So I thought, F em. Um But the, the sweary bit isn't... I mean, that's funny, but it stops being funny after a bit. But it's his... Um, his very colourful description. How did he describe it? it, it, it when he was a, a, a punk, and I, I think he was considered a plastic punk, by the way, um, he ended up playing in a lesbian club. How did he describe the lesbians? It was the, oh, he said that... Lesbians, right? Right. He talked about how... <laughs> me, and that where was he from? The Bromley Contingent. Yep. <laughs> found ourselves being inspired by their rebel milk. <laughs> and what the, did he... he did, the lesbians' rebel milk. The rebel milk... I would stand by the side of the stage watching as they danced and loved. <laughs> and then there's a bit about he's, he's having an affair with Don Letts' girlfriend. 
and um, uh, we we enjoyed each other on love-stained sheets. Oh! Yeah! Crusty. So what we're going to do, I'll, I'll do the first dump, Ed. You need to hover up for the second dump. You, you're my backup dump, okay? Double dumper. Double dumper, right? We're going to play a little bit of the Billy Idol. Honestly, it's the best, best thing in the world. I, I, I've... I've had so much fun. I just don't want it to end, right? We're going to play a little bit of Dancing With Myself. The yeah. bi- there we go. The Billy Idol um, uh, autobiography. Um, it, it might be quite... There are quite big tracts of it that are dull. So it might be a dull bit. I'm trying to... I, I was trying to take note of the times. So here we go. About... This might be something. Here we go. So we're just starting to get going. But like all the other punk bands, we needed somewhere to play. Here we go. Some place to call our own. The punk scene was growing fast, because what else was there? Yeah. The Bay City Rollers? No way, man. Yet there was no authentic, purely punk club run and staffed by punks and featuring punk rock. This a is, place where you could wear your safety pin bondage sheets. pants, destroyed t-shirts and crazy coloured hair with pride, bare face to the world. Yeah. <laughs> Looking back today, I can see that punk caught on when it did because it would be the last time there would be a generation gap between parents and their kids. Where social and political disagreements ran according to age before today's uneasy detente. We didn't want to listen to that. Oh, we can't pronounce Calais. I'm doing it now. Calais. He says Calais instead of Calais. We went to Calais. (laughs) (laughs) The music of our parents. It was the last time the wants, needs and belief systems of a generation would be so opposed to those of the one that preceded it. Mate, you were in a pony plastic punk band called Generation X, then you had four hits. Get over yourself. Oh. We had seen at Louise's what it meant for those lesbian girls to have a place to indulge themselves without judgement. Yeah. After violence <laughs> erupted during two pistol gigs at the Nashville and the Marquee, The unspoken ban on punk by the London club owners had become doctrine. Starting our own venue was the only option. I want him to cough. Tony and I had always agreed that a band should have a place to hang out and rehearse. Here we go. If we wanted to play and capture the feeling of English youth at the time, we'd need a home base. We wanted to start afresh, exploring this new music that was taking the country by storm. This new location would give us a headquarters, somewhere we could congregate, a place to play and work. Gene October and I knew of a club that had closed down in London's Covent Garden right, I want to jump area called a Shagaramas. disrepair. I told Malcolm McLaren's accountant and our soon-to-be manager Andy Sosowski about it. Yeah. He and Tony's friend, Barry Jones, who would be running the place, checked it out by belief that hopes can come true, even for the briefest of dreamy moments in which we murmured our deepest thoughts and spoke unsaid visions of a love that was forbidden. Here we go. Jeanette and I had to move on. In my mind, I still see her small frame disappearing around a corner of the West Hampstead tube station. Just a glimpse of a smile and she was gone. A possible future for me disappeared with her. Come on. 
but my deep desire to make music overrode my emotion, as always. I had learned this skill of overriding my emotions when I was young, as my family continually moved around. I'd had to learn to adjust to each new home. We're so close that they go back moved around. And she worked with her boyfriend, the aforementioned DJ Don. Here we go. Here we go. We spent a great deal of time together in the squat, I shared with Steve Strange, another early figure on the punk scene. It was dingy, but we didn't care. We were together. The world could have stopped revolving and we wouldn't have noticed. At that time, Jeanette was the coolest chick I'd ever been with. Yeah. Yes, she was somebody else's girl, but we forgot about that momentarily as I stared into her depth of being. What? She embraced a way of thinking that was far more mature than any I had experienced. Did you mean her? A tight mini dress, oh. small, shapely, beautiful figure, and stunning smile. My mind could not take it all in without rushing to a sensual overload. <laughs> we would meet in this sordid love nest while we pretended the outside world didn't exist, and time was suspended in that forgotten downstairs room on a filthy mattress with sheets stained with love. Oh, you disgust me! I know you disgust me! <laughs> oh, honestly, we'll dip in, we'll dip in more, we'll, we'll dip in throughout. You've got to be so careful, though, because it's so sweary. But the, the thing that, that I love about it is the pomposity, right? <laughs> He's Billy Idol. In, in punk, he is a minor, minor figure, and in the world of rock... He's a he's a he's a footnote, really, really. I, I get the impression he talks about. Oh, I used to hang out yeah. with Susie Sue. I get the impression they all thought he was a bit of a. Nerd. Oh yeah, definitely. They must have done. Uh, so we'll play some more of that a bit later on. Also, also, we tried to phone in on Friday and it, it got swamped because we had so many good phone in. So tonight, I want to do it again. Dull rock stars, right? Dull rock stars, uh, and I'm going to come straight in with. The the rock star that I think is going to win this, mm. okay? I don't think we'll be able to find anyone duller, right? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you can find a rock star duller than this, <clears throat> Chris Rea. Right. I just don't think there's any rock star in the world that's duller. Catherine Boyle, you've got your hand up. Objection, Your Honour. Yes, sir. Richard Hawley. Have you ever heard him? You keep talking about Hawley. I've got no Flipping idea who he is. Heck, I've been subjected to more Hawley than I, a human being can possibly more, take. Morley? I've not heard it. Right, OK. I'm going to find you the song. Uh... i tell you what. Let's have a quick break. While you're looking for the song, uh, Catherine... We, we, oh, up your bum. Late night, Ian Lee. On air and off the On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yeah, you oh. used to be the long pigs. Oh, I like the long pigs. The long pigs. I like what? What was their hit? I don't know. Um, the, don't don't Google this. Don't Google this. Because let's work this out. The long pigs. My mum liked their hit, and we bought it for her on CD single, and I put it on a mixtape for her. The long pigs. I can do this. I can do this. Right. They weren't. Um. Um. Oh, right. I'm, first of all, I need to think what Hurricane Number One song was. What was Hurricane? Do you remember Hurricane Number no. One? It's a good song. It's a boring song, but it was a good boring song. Um, <laughs> You're going to like him. Hurricane number one. All right. Eey, hurricane number one. It's something about... Pra- I want to say we got to pray just to make it each day, but that's, um, that's MC, MC Hammer. Hammer. So, H- Hurricane number one, it was... 
it, it was like 0344 499 1000. Google doesn't exist in the studio today, guys, so we, we're, we're doing this au naturel. It was something like, yeah, this is hurricane number one. Yeah, hmm, I get down and I pray. Are you all right? In the world today. Something like that. Oh. Something like that. Um, I'm sure it was. I'm convinced it was. In fact, hang on a minute. I think I can play it. Hang on a minute. I think I know. I think I know this one. I can play it. I brought. Um, I brought this with me. It was uh, something like. Um, wasn't it something like? Uh... It. Do you know what? It was something like that. It was G and C. Oh, what was the Hurricane Number One song? Because once we've got that, we can work out. Is that me, yeah? What was the... That's your name, buddy. What was the Hurricane number one song? Are you playing a banjo right now live? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, uh, it's a simple question. Okay. What was the Hurricane number one song? Okay. I remember the song by, um, by the Long Beach. Like, that sounds like the film that Burr Reynolds was in. You know, what was the song? Uh, how, does it, how does that go? I can play that. Yeah. Hang on. Yankee Doodle Hang on. Shut Yankee right. Doodle Go away. Shut up for it. Right, we're going to do dueling banjos, banjos, but you're going to do it with your mouth. I'm going to do it with my banjo. There we go. I've got it, I've got it. Right. Oh, this, it's not strong like a guitar. Hang on, I've got it. Yeah. I've just done that That's it, isn't it, Paul? That's it! We did it! Bang on. You needed to hear it, wasn't I right? Um, no, I'm trying to think of what song Hurricane Number One did and what song the Long Pigs did. The Long Pigs did. Oh God, the, their famous song was called. Um, it had yeah, it had um, yeah. Richard yeah. Hall in it. They yeah. came he, from Sheffield. We know. Yeah. We want to know the song. She said. I've just remembered she it. She said. She said. I've not googled it. I've just remembered that, it. He's right. He goes. She says screaming it. She said. Yeah. She said. It was like a, it was like a, uh, it was around like the time. You know, we were talking about a thousand yards stair the other day. Yeah. You're not going to be able to play that on the banjo. No, because he sees that as a challenge. Yeah. I, can, I can play this. Play Yankee Doodle. <laughs> no, oh God. No. This is your fault, Paul. Oh, sorry. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know, it's all right. It's all right. What's the... I uh, bet you hear that line, Stoke Poges, <laughs> don't you, that song? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we're all... Seriously, right? Here's yeah, the thing, for yeah, a second, right. just Paul, yeah, for a second. Paul, shut up for a second, you're annoying me tonight. Here's the thing, right? No one listens to this show, we know that's a fact. I'm not, I'm not being hard done by it, it's just a fact. No one listens to this show. Tonight, I have given you a water feature, and I'm playing the banjo. If that doesn't get the kids listening... And we're talking about current pop bands just after Glastonbury, like the Long Pigs and Hurricane Number One. If that okay, doesn't get them, he will not I shut up. <laughs> <laughs> if that doesn't get them listening, I don't know what will, Paul. Okay, water features and music and songs, yeah. <laughs> wow. Playing the banjo, playing the banjo right now. I bet you remember the riff in your head. Water, the song Waterfall by the Stone Roses. I know, um, I know Waterfall by, um, SWV, was it them? Did no, yeah, that was with don't, the woman called Black don't. Eye or whatever, yeah. No, Waterfall by the Stone Roses. <laughs> He's boring me tonight. Jerry! He was boring me a bit. He'll send me a strop email, I don't care, I can take it. Jerry! She said... She said... She said, that's big song. That was it, the long pig, she said. But everyone's singing she said at me when I don't know what the song is. It is not helpful. He screams it. She said, she said. What did she say? I don't matter what she said. Well, it clearly does. She said this. She said, she said, Sorry? There we go. Hey, Jerry, I'll play some banjo music. Pits and bits. There we go. What was Hurricane? What did you just say? Pits and bits? Bits and bits. Jerry, can I ask, have you phoned up just to hear my sexy voice so you can masturbate? Yeah, I'm doing it right now. There we go. Good luck. There we go. Have you finished? No. Thanks a lot for calling, Bye. Jerry. Bye-bye. Not a clue. Not a clue. I think the banjo <laughs> has overwhelmed them. Let me just tune I think up. it is a little bit rude twanging when people are talking to you. It was rude of him. You're absolutely <laughs> right. <laughs> here's the thing. Now, here's the thing, guys. Some of you may not believe this. I don't actually know how to play the banjo. <laughs> they would never know. No, I know. <laughs> Because I'm one of those guys that if I see an instrument, I pick it up and I get a tune out of it, whether you well, like it or not. I mean, tune. I don't actually know how to play the banjo. So tonight, <laughs> this is a radio first, and I swear to God, you wouldn't get um, Collins doing this. You wouldn't get um, Ed Miliband. You, you wouldn't get Miliband Ian Duncan Smith. You wouldn't uh. get um, Duncan Barks. But learning how to play the banjo live. Live on the... You would not get that on any other radio station. You know stations. what this is? It's brave. It's oh, brave. It's... 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 it's it, uncharted. Dangerous. Nick, say... Name a song with an easy melody for me to pick out. Um, it's difficult because do... it's not strung like a guitar, so I have to do it on one string. Michael Jackson's Bad? It hasn't got a tune. Ba, me... ba, no, ba, no, no, ba, no, 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 no. Give me a song that's got a tune. Hang on, hang on a bit. To tell you what you got to do now, cause you got to let... Who's bad? You. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Oh, that's rude. 
That's true, Catherine. I'm just, I'm not afraid to take risks. <laughs> Can you do, um... Yeah. Uh, let's have something, um... Let's have, um... Something from Kylie Minogue. Okay, um... Hang on. Hang on. been in the studio. Is it... I can play it, actually. Is it... My imagination, there is no hesitation, I think about you all the time. When I mind the situation, I've done a bit, a bit, a wish that you could, could be mine. <laughs> Cause I should be so lucky, so lucky, lucky, lucky. I should be so lucky in love. I should be so lucky, so lucky, lucky, lucky. I should be so lucky in love. There we go, you see? Piece of cake. Honestly. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. You can call us. I just want to try. Nine. I just want to try something here. I just want to dial out. We don't do this very often, but I just want to dial out. Um... <clears throat> oh, that, that, that dial didn't work, did it? Let me just try again. Ay, 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 ay. My, I should be so lucky. Oh, I did the wrong number, that's why. So let's go. Let's try this number. See if this works out. Hello. Unfortunately, no one's here to take your call at the moment. Please call back during business hours. Oh, you can't leave a message. Um, Who's that? Let me try another one. Hang on. Let's try. <clears throat> We see what was I to say? Hello, yeah. Have you got any jobs going? Any jobs going? Uh, presenting, because it's not really working where what I am like, at the moment. What would you like to do, mate? I'd like to be. Is that that's LBC? Yeah, it is LBC. I'd like to be a presenter, please, because no one listens to my show. What slot would you like to? Uh, get? What, this slot, please. Ten till one. Who's listening to your show? No one's listening to it. That's the point. You've got loads of listeners. Can I come and work there? What show? What show are you on? I'm on Talk Radio. Oh goodness, is this Ian? Yeah. Can I come up? Please, please let me come and work there, please! Ian, what are you doing ringing us? I've got no listeners, dude! You've got loads of listeners! Let me have some of them! Ian, thanks very much for your call, mate. All thanks, the best Thanks the a lot. I guess, I guess that's a no, then. He was nice for me. I guess that's a no. Here's the thing I found out. If you don't ask, you don't get. <laughs> and I just asked LBC for a job. They said no. CJ! Hello. Hello, CJ. Right, I'm trying to do my bit to help here. Yes. So I've got Periscope up. Yes. Of, of, of the show, and I'm... Are you enjoying the water feature? I love it. I'm, I'm broadcasting your water feature. Oh, are you periscoping my periscope? I'm periscoping oh, your is... scope, but periscoping my water feature. Oh, this is... Can I just say, for those of you... I, I know so many of you have asked, the water feature that we're using on Periscope, you're going to be amazed to find out it runs on AA batteries and it only cost me £7.99. Now, the water is Beautiful. not included. I found that in the office. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, But it is working. It is functional. You've only got another 45 minutes of that before we swap it for something else. 
water features are the future, CJ. It's beautiful. And, and to make it more confusing, I'm streaming it also live on Facebook. Streaming? Oh, streaming. It's a a joke. of Of both of them. Stream, he's streaming streams. the streams. Don't cross the streams. Streaming the streams of the water feature. Streaming the streams. Don't cross the streams unless you need to get to the other side. But it's getting confusing, but we've got views on the Facebook, we've got views on my periscope. And Wowzers. It, we've got four periscopes going, I think. There are eyes everywhere, CJ. I can't believe, <laughs> I can't believe. You listen, CJ, you just heard me funning up LBC there. Um, when he <laughs> said, when he, um, politely, um, got rid of me, and boy, he was very polite. That's a lesson to everybody who works here. That was manners. Do, do you think he really was trying to get rid of me, or was it code for come in tomorrow at 11 and we'll see what we can do? From from a psychological point of view, that's that's um, going now. He wants you to be there now for an interview. Yeah, you're right. Thank you very much, CJ. He's right. He's right. Um, 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. If you want to uh, give us a call, you'd be very, very welcome. Um, de- desperately trying to attract more trade for the uh, for the show. Otherwise, I'm bailing. I'm out of here. Mm. I'm out of here. I man. mean, you've gone to expense there. Yep. Some expense has been spared, but you've gone to some expense. £7.99. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, I've got to say, the viewing figures have dropped below 90. But well, that's um, the fact that they went up as close as 200 says wait, to me. Wait till 11.30. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. Wait till 11.30. It's shift change, guys. We are changing the shifts. Um, only the strongest will survive. Only the strong... Uh, uh, hang on. Uh, thank you, Tom. Only... Only the... Oh, I know it. I had it. Only the strongest will survive. These days you barely gotta make it out alive. I say now. She said, she said, wow, yeah. My youngest said to me the other day in the car, Daddy, why do so many, um, (laughs) here we go, Paul's emailed. Okay, Ian, I'm not stupid. I know you're not playing the banjo. You have someone else there. That's right, guys. My youngest said to me, Daddy, why in so many songs do people go, Ow! And I said, why do you think? He said, is it because they got an electric shock from the microphone? Oh! And it's true. There are so many songs where they go, Ow! And that's that's a stupid vocal tick, isn't it? That's a dumb vocal tick. Mm. Ow! It's a, it's James Brown, isn't it? Um, is uh, okay, look, it, actually, this is quite an interesting thing and would make a really interesting Radio 4 documentary. Um, chasing the source of the ow! Who's the mm. first person to do it? Ow! Because it's, you get it in pop, you get it in rock, you get it in soul and funk. Uh, yes, of course, James Brown did it a lot, a lot, a lot. You don't get it in classical music, that's for um, sure. Um, no, you don't, actually. No, I think, I'm trying to think about it. Um, no, you don't get it in classical music. Um, Christopher, no, because Christopher's a music man. He comes from oh. down our way. What can you play? A uh, guitar. Guitar, guitar, guitar. It doesn't work with guitar. It's piano. Pia, pia, piano, 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 pia, pia, piano, piano. But the um, the there is a bloke that goes on pa, on pa, on pa, pa. Well, can he only in that song? Can it only be people? Can it only be instruments of three syllables? Umpa 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 pa umpa pa umpa pa pia pia piano piccolo piccolo pick a pick a piccolo yeah it's piccolo isn't it yeah. I think he, that the music man is great but he can only play instruments that have got three syllables ah, in there are limits hey big Chris what you got for us man 
I've got an idea on how to generate some more listeners. Oh, thank God, dude, because we've got lunch with the boss tomorrow, and I, I'm expect. Honestly, we've got lunch tomorrow at two with the boss. I am expecting the worst. Normally, at the start, we he, he would meet us at fancy restaurants, and I, I'm trying not to read too much into this, but he wants to meet us at the McDonald's drive-through. He, and he said, "Don't bother getting out your car; just wind down the window." <laughs> I'm predicting the worst. Well, I, I, why are you predicting the verse? It's not a sausage. Hey! hey, German joke. Hey, German jokes. Sehr gut. Oh, das ist einfach klasse. <laughs> yeah, okay, now, okay, now. Uh, so I thought. Uh, no, hang on, that's true. I thought. No, um, no, we're doing it, Chris. We're, we're doing it. We're all in. We're, also, we're, ich weiß. We are doing this in the German accent because soon it will not be. We will not be the part of the Europe. So today, for just for this call only, Christopher, I would like you to do it in the German accent. Well, I, I thought, uh, yes. what we could do, uh, I pretend to be a politician. Oh, yeah. Uh, you asked me the same question, uh, about 20 times. Yeah. I refuse to answer it. I answer another question that you yeah. did not ask me. Okay. Uh, you make, you make a clip of, uh, of the questions oh. and, uh, it goes the viral. Forget the virus. virus. really thought this through. Well, it's very good thinking. Okay, I ask you the question. What is loss? Um, uh, what I think we need is a strong and stable government. Nein, nein, nein. Entschuldigung, answer the question. Was ist los? Well, I think what you'll find is, uh, there's nothing... Don't tell me what I will find! Entschuldigung, wo ist dein Bahnhof? Not, we're asking, they are asking the same question. You have inter interrupted with, in, uh, with a secondary question. I'm sorry, that was The point irregular. of this is to make this go viral. Okay. What is lost with the question? Not in Vulcan Vicomi Campbell's and Barnoff, Peter. That is not the question. Apologies. This is the whole viral thing has gone to pot now. It's a kaput. Scheiße! Start again. Scheiße! <laughs> I will not start again! Christopher, you have ruined the show! Ruined the show! I'm enjoying saying the R. You have ruined the show! Christopher, you have ruined the show! I do not want to talk to you! What, 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 what I have put in place is uh, actually measurements that uh, prevent this from happening in future governments. You have ruined the show, and I want you to put the phone down and go and hang your head in shame. Put the phone down. <laughs> I think what you'll find is... Uh, I cut him off. I cut him off and I will cut his balls off. <laughs> what a schweinhood. He has... I'm really enjoying saying the R. I have never come across this before. You have ruined the show. The R is getting caught below my lower teeth did and ruins it. But Ian, did you never read the witches to your children? Oh, no, I did not do such she a says thing. She a lot of, I will frizzle you like a fritter. I don't like the frizzle, but I like the ruination of the show. <laughs> that was fun, guys. That was yeah, fun. We'll be doing it in Pakistani the same <laughs> time next week. Foggy, good evening, Foggy. Hello there. Uh, that was very strange. I don't know how I can follow that. I'm a you bit... just wait. You just wait. Well, no, no, don't wait. Go. You can follow that. That's absolutely Yeah, I've just got, got a dull rock star for you. Oh, yeah, dull uh, rock stars, guys. More dull than... Uh, I can't remember who your dull one was, but this is more than so Springsteen. No, 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 no! Are you joking? Sexy! Uh, I, I, I went and see him once. A friend gave me a ticket to a gig. It started and about three hours. It was just. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Let's ask. Um, Bruce, are you boring? Guys and gals <laughs> in my backyard. Oh. I gave my first and last show for quite a while. There we go. No, he's very interesting. 
He is not the boring rock star. No, I know he goes on for lo- a long time, but I don't consider him to be a dull rock star. I consider him to um, have a bit of grit about him. He's a saucy little pocket rocket. Yeah. Well, he's looking good, but it's just... He just goes on and on. Well, he does. He famously does like three or four hour shows. Famous. Yeah. Quite often he plays. Two and a half hours in before he'd done a song I'd even heard. Well, but that, but that's, but, 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 but that's the thing. I, I, I think that's quite interesting that he does such long, tedious shows. So he's the Ken Dodd of rock and roll. He talks to the audience, doesn't he? He talks to the audience. Oh, to be fair, to the other eighty thousand people in there, they were having some sort of epiphany. They they thought he was absent. They were elevated to some level that I wasn't yeah. but I, I just I don't know it just wasn't for me I I'd probably stand alone on this I, I will not I am not allowing Bruce Springsteen in the list of doll rock stars I'm sorry no. I cannot no. I can't he's not my cup of tea he's not my um, favourite person by any stretch of the imagination by any S of the I but 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 I cannot allow him uh, uh, on the list of doll rock stars. No, no man no. who wears a bandana with such cocky abandon yeah, can go yeah. on that list. Isn't it, though? Isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Isn't it, though? Yeah, though. Yeah. Hey, listen, guys, here's the truth. Tomorrow we've got lunch with the boss. I'm expecting I'm expecting bad news. Tonight could be the last show we ever do. We just, we just, I just don't know. Um, so, l- l- shall we, guys? Shall we go for it? Will you, uh, will you join us? Um, I hope it's not the last show, because next week, Luke Haynes is going to come in and be the house band. He's going to be my Paul Schaefer. That's, um, the plan. That's going to be a psychedelic mess, if ever there was one. Um, but if, if tonight's the last one, it's been a pleasure serving you. We are here to serve, as, um, one giant bellend once told me. You're here to serve, darling. You're <laughs> here to serve, and you should be grateful for the job you've got. You're here to serve, darling. Uh, okay, thank you. Thank you, nut job. Um, so, um, it, it has been a pleasure to serve. Let's go out in style, guys. Um, let's go out in style. If you want to call in, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, here's the thing. We call you back. What can you talk about? Well, you can talk about anything you want, but the things we have tossed out so far are, um, dull rock stars. I'm taking requests on the banjo. Um, can somebody phone up and sing the Hurricane number one song, Only the, Only the Strong? I had it. I didn't have it. I taped it. When I worked at a, a radio station in Milton Keynes, I taped it. <gasps> I would go and sometimes tape some of the stuff. These days you've gotta kill, you gotta kill. I know the words. You've gotta kill yourself j- just to stay alive. Oh. Wow. And then, then Hurricane number one split up and two of them became half of the new Oasis. Oh. Gem and Andy Bellend. Gigsy and Bonehead? No. No. They left Oasis. These two joined Oasis. Yes, what are you talking about? So where does Richard Hawley come in? Oh, God, I wish he didn't. I feel I've um, peaked a little bit too... um, It's all the banjo twang. Too early. No, it's not. It's... um, I just can't stop thinking about tonight's episode of Naked and Afraid that we watched. Well... Um, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll take a break. Um, we'll go to the news. When we come back, um, I'm going to play a bit more Billy Idol, because I love it. We'll hover over the dumb button, guys. You can call in, of course. I'm just saying this, because no one's calling in. You can call in. 0344 is the telephone number. Um, and then I'm going to go and try and find the roof, because I want to see if it's possible to get up onto the roof of Talk Radio Towers. I just want to... I, I just... I just want to see, on what could be my last day here... I was going to say, should we see what happens tomorrow? No, I think we do it first. I haven't got... 
um, uh, yeah, I'm just going to go. I just want to see if I can find the entrance. I'm not saying I'm necessarily going to go through the entrance. I know you, and if you find that entrance, you're going. I'm in. gonna. I'm gonna see if I can. If I can. Let's just see what happens if we. Fi- let's try and find the entrance, and then we'll have that discussion. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. than I remember it. That's Hurricane Number One. Gosh. That's and that's they are now the bass players and the drummers for the Oasis. I've never heard that before ever. That is much more insipid than um, than I remember. I will tell you that for now. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Um, can I read an email about last night's Eddie Large show? Oh, I've listened to this from Eben, regular contributor to the show. I liked Eben. A nice lad. Um, I, I'm going to read it. Well, I'm not going to say. I'm not going to. I'm going to read the email. And I'm not going to say anything, because I'm trying to be nicer to get more listeners. Hi, Ian. It's titled, Photos, Videos and Thank You. Hi, Ian. I'll do the voice. Hi, Ian. I've got loads of photos and a couple of videos of last night. Oh, you were pirating a, a public performance. Interesting. If you'd like me to send you all of them across, I'd be more than happy to. It was really good. And Eddie did a splendid job. And you were an excellent host. Kath did a bloody amazing job at organising it. <laughs> I did. This is if I didn't do anything at all. <laughs> yes, just indulge me for a second. I should take my frustration out. <laughs> In the only way I know how. Oh, God. It's by playing the blues. The doctor makes you feel like you're octa. Listen to the doctor. Evening, Matt. Good evening. Good evening, Matt. I'm delighted to hear that you're um, considering 
uh, dump that. Say no more. I've dumped that because I, do, I, I, I don't. Thank you for the idea of the roof. That extra bit you just mentioned, uh, Ipsnay, uh, Ipsnay, Ipsnay on the roof, oh. Nay, okay? Because, um, okay. all right, just calm down, dude. Calm, yeah. calm yeah. down, dude. Let's That's not get, let one step at a time, buddy, all right? Calm down. Okay. Thank I'm, you, I'm Matthew. Thank you, Matthew! <laughs> right. Yes, sir. Uh, moving on. Bowl uh, rock stars. The Collins, obviously. I don't think he's dull. Do you not? No. Have you read his autobiography? You know, you know, um, um, the fact, you know, we mentioned him the other day. Yes. He had to cancel, yeah. he had to cancel the rest of his tour know, because of us. Curse, Listen to Ray. Ray, listen, hang on, listen, hang on a minute, listen to Ray. Ray says, what's all this persistent toss about losing your job? Where is the evidence? Stop being a downer. Kiss my chuddies. Here's the evidence. No one listens to this show. There's the, there's the evidence, Ray. There's your evidence. Stop being a winker. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not going to allow Collins on the show. Too easy, Matt. Too cheap shot. Cheap shot there. Oh, I I've read his autobiography. I've done my research. Cheap shot. Uh, not cheap, a which, which bit did you not like? Cheap shot. Was it the all bit where it. he met um, Princess Diana? Yep, that was boring, yep. and everything else about it was boring as well. Cheap but hey, who, you know, what can I say? Cheap uh, finally, um, a nice song for you to play on your banjo string. Oh, yes, um, of Please. Some people, are, uh, um, some people are angry that they're saying it's not tuned, I- tuned up, but... It doesn't need to be tuned up, it's, it's more, more, um, more real, obviously. It's more rustic. Um, there we go, what would you thing? like? The theme tune to the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. How does it go? You've got to sing it first. Well, it's, um, it's an Eagles song, um, which I can't remember the name of, but it goes... Oh, it's like listening to it live. <laughs> Set me a challenge next time, Matt, will you, mate? Blimey. Yes, Paul! Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 Paul. Paulus. How are you, pal? Hello, yourself. Uh, bringing things a bit full circle, um, I just walked in and heard your talk of uh, maybe not being on air after tomorrow. Yep, that's right, guys. Got lunch with the boss. Thoroughly, it could happen. Thoroughly depressing thought. I might get some sleep, yes. which would be nice. Oh. Um, Selfish. There we go. I'll tell you what we do is a phone in. Um, uh, what would be the benefits of me losing my job tomorrow? There we go. Phone in. Do the phone in. 0344 499 1000. Everyone that phones in with a reason, Catherine, put a red mark by their name and oh, find out where they live and we'll send them a pile of poo through the post. Excellent. Yes, Paul. <laughs> um. It's a little bit weird, really. I, I've just walked out of a, uh, a recording of a Marriage. podcast at the uh, Leicester Square. <laughs> no, she doesn't get that lucky. Oh. Um, uh, at uh, the uh, Leicester Square Theatre. Oh, yeah. With Dan Skinner. Oh, uh, yeah. Which is a bit... bit um, uh, well, it's wonderful, actually. And and that, that, funnily enough, is exactly where I found you a year or so ago. Oh. And got into this, this beautiful show that you do every night. Okay. Which I love. He's, Paul's, Paul's written love. Um, an, a, a eulogy for us. Oh. This is lovely. <laughs> I like this. But it's all, well, it's all sort of uh, circuitous, and it came, all came to the point. But then, on top of that, just to steal it all off. Um, steal it all off? What does that mean to me? Um... Getting up to the roof of your station is dead easy, because I've, I've told you before, I did the air conditioning and stuff. Well, how do I, where is it? I assume I just go up. If you go up to the third floor, is it? The top floor? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you come out the lift, do a left and a left, and there's a door there. Right. Uh, 
and there's literally just just some staircase, some right. stairs up to the roof. All right, beautiful. Well, we'll, we'll have a go in a minute. Because in today's uh, oh. society, you won't be able to just walk through that door. Bloody ices! Um, but the view, the view is incredible. All right, it's oh. fantastic. All right, you must go up there. I'm going to go up there after after, after this next break. I'm going up there. Good, good on you. I'm doing good it. Fun. Thank you, Paul. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone now. After this next break, I am going up there. I can see you've got a look in your eye that says your mind is made up. I've got a look in my eye that says I'm bored. <laughs> I shall go. I shall go and do something else. Then when I come back, uh, so you've got about another three or four minutes, guys, of that water feature. Then we're going to stop Periscope because we're going to have to phone me up as I go up there. Um, mm. And then when I come back, um, new visuals. Paul, one call a night, dude. Uh, I'm sorry, I'll just have some information uh, about oh. Billy Idol. Oh, he's going to grasp Billy Idol up, is he? Yes, again. You're going to grasp the him? Best thing Billy, the best thing Billy Idol ever did was perform his role in the wedding singer film. No, it wasn't. Uh, OK, why wedding was good, yeah. No, it, well, the best, no, I'm telling you, the, not only the best thing Billy Idol ever did, the best thing ever is him reading his autobiography. Yeah, uh, you've been playing it. He's right. Yeah. Um, let's play um, a little bit more, shall we? Of, oh, what's, the, what's happened there? Oh, okay, so let's play a little bit more Billy Idol's autobiography. Hover, we're going to hover, we're going to hover over the dump. In the music magazines that I've been reading like gospel <laughs> since I was 12. Yeah. Magazines. Before the internet, music publications like Melody Maker and NME oh, destroyed t shirts. Young, right, quite often what he does is he, he goes into long detail explaining really dull things that everyone knows how they work. He spends about ten minutes explaining what music magazines are <laughs> and what purpose they serve. But we, we know. We're not idiots for Christ. So let's, um, let's see what we are. Cutting their hair, altering their look and their names. I thought changing my name would free me from the shackles of family. And also protect them from possibly being embarrassed by my wicked ways. Ooh. I intended to use the name Billy Idol, yeah. I-D-L-E, which had been bestowed on me by a disapproving chemistry teacher who had written on my report card. Sometimes I, I get the feeling he's recorded this one word a day and they put it together. This following story, I don't believe. No, I don't believe this story. God, William is idle yeah. in giant block letters. William Idol, Billy Idol. I had been using that name on the ID card required for entry into Louise's. No, you hadn't. But Monty Python's Eric Idle already had this name. Yep. When Melody Maker journalist Caroline Kuhn interviewed me for Sorry? a story she Sorry. was writing about the Bromley contingent, yeah. she asked me to spell my name. I realised I couldn't be I-D-L-E. I had to decide right then and there. It occurred to me that I-D-O-L would work just as yeah, well. not better. With his bleach blonde hair and punk rock pedigree, Billy Idol emerged. <laughs> Did he act? Tony and I were at my house one day working on song ideas when I showed him a book called Generation X. Hang on, I'm going to skip forward a little bit because I, I, I don't know where the lady lesbian bit is because that is just delicious. But it's using and word of mouth travelled fast, and the various hip cliques, hungry for somewhere new, quickly decided that this was the place to see and be seen. <laughs> Don Letts was the DJ. Right, so they've set up a punk club. If we're lucky... this Is, the is bit that like, the one in Shagadelic or whatever it's called? Yeah. If we're lucky, I've, I've got it to the bit I heard today where he talks about how they decorated it. Oh. And Jeanette was back with him. 
so I had to control my emotions. She was his girl, but I couldn't help feeling we had something personal and special too. That's the girl who he had sex with on the Love Stain Love Sheets. Stain okay, sheets, yeah. you know. Still, this allowed me to play the field, which was growing larger every day as punk became an unstoppable wave. For much of the 70s, a battle had been going on between the government and the unions. An ongoing garbage workers' strike buried London in part. He says garbage. Garbage, excuse me, yeah. your English, Billy, William. He, he says garbage. He does a couple of things like that. Piles of rotting rubbish. Trafalgar Square was a mountain of black garbage bags. It's no. twitching with rats. Girls turned up at the Roxy in black garbage bin line. Oh, no. three in a row. Idle. And as high heels and ripped black hose with... Whoa! No! Tights! Well, come on, dude! Over-the-top goth-eye makeup popularised by Susie. The Roxy became a hive of activity, spinning the fresh sounds of punk. New acquaintances kept arriving from all over London and other parts of England with the era's equivalent of viral messages. The place's energy was fueled by former outcasts jazzed at finally finding a place where they were welcomed. The feeling was so palpable it hung in the air, we go. infecting all with an excited lust for whatever was coming next. Yeah. Free to pursue my own romantic interests, I was taken into the toilets by a girl. Right, this bit's rude. Right, it's right. We, okay, ruder than love-stained sheets. Yeah, this bit's rude. Ruder okay. than rebel milk. We, I think we can get away with it. So just, uh, uh, I, I can't quite remember what he says, but he talks about this young girl, right? Oh, no. That he has like a groupie, and he says something. Well, okay girl named Zoe, Zoe, who proceeded to give me a suck in full view of okay. everyone, okay. performing the deed with relish. Okay. My eyes bulged like those of a wolf in a Looney Tunes cartoon. There we go, I mean. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> but there's a bit more. As the orgasm overwhelmed me. There we go. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll stop it now. I think that's ah. enough of Mr. Idol's misdemeanours. Ah. Sorry if anyone was offended by that, dear listener. Oh, 0344 four, 499 Late Nights on Talk Radio with Ian Lee. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Okay, so it's me in the studio and Ian, where are you now? Yo, 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 I'm just going up the stairs right. to the third... Oh, it's going to be locked. Look, I can see... Um, there's the door and it's locked. Right. The, the, bosses, um, the bosses are up here, aren't they? No, the bosses are down. Well, who's... That's advertising Hello? up there. Hello? Is there, were they not... Well, so where, what floor are the bosses on? Where, where might I find a key for the roof? <laughs> Well, go and have a word with the reception. That's not a bad idea, actually. That's no, the best idea. Um, so here's an interesting thing. that The the um, radio's up on the third floor. It's tuned into talk radio. Oh. So someone's listening. Um, all right, I'll go down and... Um, he's not going to give me the key, though, is he? Well, you'd have to come up with a cunning ruse. Well, what was... Well, I'm just trying if there's any other way round. Say so you've kicked your football up there, isn't it? Where does this door go? Oh, that's, um... Uh, it's all locked. Let's get out the window. No, don't go out the window. 
All right, mate, calm down. I was just looking at an option. This is the, this is the thing, you know. There's, we've got... How do you pick a lock? 0344 499 How do we pick a lock? Because, um... It's got to be pickable. It's in there, look. Oh, bugger. That was, that was going to be, um... That was going to be awesome. Um... Okay, this is only the first hurdle. We see what happens tomorrow and we pick his pocket. Yeah, all right. Well, you'll have to be a honey trap. Okay, well, again. Be a honey trap. He's not going to bring... Then he's not going to bring the key. Of course he is. He, what? He's going to bring the, the key yeah. or um, the, the, the roof with him? Yeah, on a jailer's belt. Let me have a... John, you, how do we get up on the roof? Does anyone know where the key is for the roof? Reception have got it. Oh, sweet, 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 sweet. Right. And would they give it to me? You sure? All right. <laughs> boily, boily. Well, listen, you're a professional communicator. If you can't convince them to part with that key... I said a boily, boil, boil, boily. Here's the other plan. I've got a plan yeah. B, right? Yeah. If, if asking them straight out and they say no, it doesn't work. Yeah. You take your banjo and you play some sweet, sweet music until they relent. Oh, I seduce them, yeah. Yeah. Hang on, let's just show them. Play it cool, play it cool. Come on, have you got the key for the roof? And am I allowed to have it? Uh, this is an, uh, situation. There you go. Oh. Oh. I, can see a, I can see a pile of keys. That one there. <gasps> Thank you, man. <laughs> That guy. I got, I got the key. I totally got the key for the roof. I totally got it. I totally know which security guard it was that fell for that. <laughs> Ian. This is the best day of my life. Ian. Yeah. Do not do anything random up there. Well, I think the acid is starting to kick in now. Oh, baby. Frustrating. Oh, now what? I've opened the door, but there's nothing there. Oh. It's all sealed up. They've sealed it up. Um, there's no light. Uh, put, what is this? Oh, shit. I tell you what it is. You open the door, um, and it looks like a recently they've recently put in. Well, it looks like the underside of a staircase. Um, but there's no way through it. Oh. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Let me lock that. I'm not going to be beaten. You've been watching too much Naked and Afraid. I am naked. I took my clothes off. <laughs> right, let me go back in here. So this is... Oh, have you where the lights? Right. There's another door here. What does this say? Uh, I think this might be it. Hang on. Oh... <laughs> I've got to turn the t light on on my phone. Oh, 
I'm in. I'm in. What are you in? What can you I'm see? The, I've gone up the stairs. There's a door. This is like nightmare. <laughs> yes! Yes, let's be happy with you! I am on the roof! No! <laughs> I am on the roof! Oh, baby! Baby! Cass, I've done it! Well, so I hear. Oh. Take a picture. Is... Okay, I will do. This is sexual. <laughs> In fact, I am going to have to leave my mark. Oh, no. Uh, I said no, don't do anything they, random they, up there. What's that thing they call cottaging where... Oh, God. No, is it cottaging where you, you put something in a box and then you... you no, you that's ca- geocaching. Geocaching. Oh, God. Um, well, that explains the other day in those exactly. toilets. Anyway. Embarrassing. Um... Right, okay, this is great. I'm on the roof. I'll take a picture. I'll drop the key back off and I'll be within about t- 10... Be within about, about 40 minutes. No! Okay, Cass, thanks a lot for your help. Bye, Cass. Oh, God. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. You're listening to Late Nights with Ian Lee. Ian is uh, replacing the keys, uh, giving them back to the security guard. I have no idea what he plans to do now that he knows he has access to the upper regions of Talk Towers. But it's, I mean, we're going to be in so much trouble again. So uh, stay tuned for that. We will find out soon. Surprise, surprise, we've had an email through from Paul and Stoke Poges. <laughs> I'm going to leave that for Ian to ring it, uh, to read out because he's going to absolutely love it. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that's what's happening tonight on Talk Radio. It's all going off. Currently, we're looking at um, some superb visuals. Uh, you can't see them anymore uh, because uh, Ian's got his phone. But uh, uh, in about four minutes time, we'll be replacing the visuals on uh, the Periscope feed. So make sure you go to periscope.tv slash Ian Lee, I think, is the place to go for that. If you want to give us a ring, 03444991000 is the telephone number. So that's all the admin done. Do you want to have a listen to what Paul's had to say? I mean, this is just the usual, to be honest. But let's read it out anyway. Here we go. Uh, Ed, how, put your mic up. How do you read? The, how do you read the whole thing? Because you know it goes on. Um... If you click the edit button oh, on the right hand side, press clear. Yeah, I did that, and then I pressed clear by accident. Press the X then. Oh, hang on, yeah. Okay. And then press edit again. Okay, edit. Yeah, and then I could just see the bottom of it. How do I pan up? Oh, hmm, on. that may be tricky. Hang on, hang on. No. Oh. Let me pop in there. Yeah, come in. Because I, I think this is a two-man job understanding this email anyway. Have you tried turning it off and on? Hang on. Here it is. Right. This is a secret little view, which has now disappeared. There we go. Here we go. That might help, and then you should be able to scroll. Ah, right. Ian, I think you're now trying to be clever, and this is Billy Idol thing you're playing is a total fake. (laughs) Yes, I'm not stupid again. But I will call you clever and funny, Ian. It's a brilliant idea. Great radio. Seriously, this is not really Billy Idol's voice, or even he would think of doing something like this. Stay on the radio, Ian. It is genius radio. Three exclamation marks for that as well. Truth. 
Yes, please read this message out. I bet you don't, though. I will tell you true story about Noel Gallagher and Billy Idol. Oh, here we go. Does everyone want to hear a story about Noel Gallagher and Billy Idol? Noel had just started writing song that became called The Importance of Being Idle. And he was in an a L.A. hotel one night at the bar and Billy Idol was there. Noel grabbed a guitar and sung it in front of Billy Idol. Yes, total truth. Thanks, Paul. Thank you very much. Paul in Stoke Poge is there with yet another ripping yarn. Um, where on earth is Ian? Because, uh, to be honest, he gets paid about three times as much as me and I've got things to do. Where I think he's he? about to run through the door right now. You better, because I'm, I'm having my cup of tea now. Hey, man, I'm back. Welcome back. Thank about you. time. Sorry. Oh, what a tr- what a gas! Well, you've got to show me now. I mean, flipping it. What a gas! No, 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 no. Come on, let's get um, well, what you saying? Hosting a, uh, a show on a on a national in inverted commas radio station is boring. I've just read out of Paul Insert Poge's email. Well, so yes. okay, okay. Um, what a gas! What a gas! Security. I slept in a fiver. Um, well, you heard the exchange, and I went up on the roof. Up on the roof. And? I did a poo. <laughs> I left my I left my scent. I left my scent on the roof. There'll be any other presenter that goes up there will take one sniff and go, "Oh no, so this this territory is marked. I shall be leaving it." I went up on the roof. God, I've just tweeted the pictures, guys. What a thrill! What a gas! Oh. So here's my plan. <clears throat> you know, I've always wondered what those shops are for. You know the ones. Those pictures of you on the roof. Up on the roof, mate. Like a 14-year-old. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't believe it. Those, you know those shops that sell fireworks all the year round? Oh, you can't. I've wondered what they are for. Well, now I know. They're for the roof of this building this week. We'll have a fireworks display. You can't. tell Tell me why. Current climate. Right. Several things I'd like to say to that. First of all, if... We can't set off fireworks when we want to, then ISIS have won, right? If I if I let off a Roman candle, no one's going to think it's a homemade bomb. They're going to think they're going to go. What's that bang? Oh, it's fireworks on a tall building. No one's going to think. No one's no one's going to think unless unless there is a way. And I don't know. You can buy a firework that that when you explode, it does it does the black flag of ISIS. I don't know. I wouldn't want to buy that. What's going to think that it's ISIS? What's, what's wrong with a few sparklers, man? Um, because here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? This show ain't got any listeners. We know that. We know that. We know. Yeah, I found so up. Get- I found up LBC for Christ's sake, and no one's mentioned it. So this show hasn't got any listeners. So we need to send off distress signals. And um, as we all know, distress signals are fireworks that you fire off into the air so people know you're there. It it will be. It would be infinitely more advertising than talk radio has done for us thus far. Mm. Apart from that one billboard where I wasn't on it. The billboard where we could, we were told, when the show started, oh, there's a billboard, you can type questions on it, it's electronic. We gave them a question, have you ever fallen down a well? well, They wouldn't let us, It's too long. It's too long a question to put on the electronic billboard. And then they wouldn't let us put, well, have you? You can't put that on there. No can't do so fireworks on the roof is get people talking get people looking get people, people calling the police why why are they going to call the police about fireworks nuisance in it oh there we go i'll tell you what we'll do i'll tell you what we'll do we'll put it open to the listeners right oh because they make all the sensible decisions yes of course they do 
What are you saying about these people? What are you saying about these people? What is it you say? I don't understand what you say. What are you saying about these people? They're idiots. Yes. You're saying these people are idiots. I'm saying Loners, that- losers, drug addicts, manic depressives, bipolar, um, bell ends, um, uh, uh, sing- simpletons and singletons. Is that what you're saying about no, these callers? What I'm saying is there is a general air of mischief about the average callers this programme. Yeah, yeah. Well, do you know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Go on. Live a little, Catherine. Live a little. God. Live- 0344. No one are calling because no one's listening. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Should I go on the roof this week and let off some fireworks? It seems to me. Uh, so, so what happened? Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. What happens November fifth or the nearest Saturday to it? My day. They went off on November the fifth, even if it was a Tuesday. But we, now we do it the nearest Saturday to it. What happens then? What happens um, in Diwali? Eh? What happens next time we have a Diwali? So, well, oh, I'm sorry, Sikhs. Sorry, Sikhs. The, the Sikhs aren't going to stop it because of the Muslimic terrorism, are they? The Sikhs are going to go out and go double the fireworks for the Vale. So, if they can, then I can celebrate a British man, Spanish technically, who wanted to blow up the Houses of Parliament being caught. He wasn't Spanish. Um, well, I know he wasn't Spanish, but he was a Roman Catholic. Mm. And Rome, of course, is in Spain. Yeah. So that's where that comes from. So, no, if um, if the Sikhs, and I'm not saying this because I'm a racialist, but if the Sikhs won't be cowed by... Who's the leader of ISIS? Because uh, we had Osama bin Laden was the leader of the Al-Qaeda network. Great channel, I miss that. Um, who's the leader of ISIS? Is there a leader? Isn't it um, Bagshot al-Babar? Was that his name? I don't know. There was someone, wasn't there? Bagshot Al-Babar. They seem to get popped off at a ra- rapid pace. Well, it's the food. That's better. Mm. Um, I will be celebrating Diwali oh, God. with all of my Sikh brothers and sisters. And I hope that they and all the Muslims will be celebrating on finite, on the nearest Saturday to November the 5th. Sometimes a Friday. Because if they don't, they're not welcome in my country. Oh, God. And we're going to... It will be a nice little test on um, on this one day this week of whether I can buy fireworks <laughs> for the thing. Oh, hang on a minute. You're off Thursday, yeah? Oh. Here we go. Easy. It's it's salted. She's off Thursday. It's salted. Salted. I would like to have a job to come back to on Friday. Oh, well, I don't think we're going to have a job to come back to tomorrow. I don't think we're going to have a job to come back to tomorrow. Boom, chicka, bow, chicka, boom. Yes, Julie! Ian, uh, this is Julie, but I'm from Bromley, so us in Bromley, we find that you have to let off fireworks. It's what the Bromley contingent do, and you should just do it. Oh, I wonder what was wrong with your voice. It's Julie Idle, Billy's uh, older sister. <laughs> what you missed while you were upstairs yes. on the roof was that Paul in Stoke Pogies reckons he's seen through your ruse of the made-up Billy Idle voice. <laughs> he reckons it's not Billy Idle at all. Well, he, so hang on a minute. He thinks there's a professional... 
banjo player in here playing the banjo that that's not Billy Idol reading extracts from Billy Idol's autobiography. And I bet he thinks I didn't go up on the roof either. I'm sure he doesn't. What an absolute pudding. People like that make me want to puke. You know you make me want to shout. I love the, I love the Billy Idol. It's brilliant. It's good. I, I, I tell you what we'll do. Well, in a bit, I'll flip... Because I've only got to about three and a half hours. And it goes on for... Let me see how long it is. It's going to be a long one. Oh, it's it's twelve hours thirteen minutes and eight seconds. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump forward in a bit to a bit I've not heard. Of course you are. <laughs> of course he is, isn't he, Paul? <laughs> oh man, alive! It's, fant- it's fantastic. I'm, I'm so sorry you're not getting listeners. I tell everybody about it and rave about it, but I don't know. Here's the thing, Julie. I, I I just an hour ago I phoned up LBC. Now, if we had listeners, the internet would be on fire by now and no one's mentioned it that says to me ain't nobody here but us chickens no do you know what that says it yeah. says you should blame the callers like me yeah well in that case <laughs> cut you off uh, let's jump forward to billy idol pick pick a pick a, a time between three hours and 12 hours uh okay can we go to 69 oh! <laughs> well with this book you'll have to narrow it down a little bit more than that young lady 69 22. Well, that doesn't mean anything. 69, 22. All right, one up, hour. It goes One up. hour and nine, 22 seconds. Right, so you want to go back to a bit I've heard already? Well, they I, haven't heard it. Yeah, but I've heard it. I want to well, pick I, a, I want to pick a random well, bit. Don't give 69 the... hours, did you say? It goes no, up. 69 minutes, you... Yeah, well, you're an idiot. Oh, God. I'm give me a time. No. Three and a... Give me the time. Right. It's my choice. Seven hours, 11 minutes, 11 seconds. Oh, 11, 11, 7, 11, 11. Ooh, <laughs> here we go. Let's see where we are. With this. Why, I don't despise. Now, all I can do is love what was once so alive and new. Huh? But it's gone from your eyes. I'd better realise. <laughs> the recording of Eyes Without a Face went well. Oh. Steve came up with a blistering guitar riff for the middle of the song that added a whole other dimension, rendering it more than just a ballad. Oh. I improvised a rapping part to go over the top. <laughs> Rap was everywhere in New York at the time, no, really in all no. the discos and clubs, so it made sense no. after my croon to start talking streetwise over Steve's supersonic barrage of sound. Hang on a second. And continue. I thought to myself, this album's getting really exciting. Oh. I wanted a deep bass groove like those Sly and Robbie reggae records Stop I a loved. That sounded like Rick Mail. This album's getting really exciting. Well, it certainly isn't Billy Idol. <laughs> but it was difficult to get that. We tried quite a few bass players before we found a guy who played for the Broadway musical Dreamgirls, a Cuba... Boring. Jumping forward. I was coming to in a bath in cold water. Why won't they let me sleep, I wondered. All around me, people were screaming, hitting me, ripping me from my dreams, from the abyss of the overdose I'd taken. Somebody came into the room, opened a blind, and saw that my lips had gone blue. I was dying. As they tried to save me, I kept thinking, let me sleep, let me dream. I don't want to awake. I am an emperor. What? But they took me to the roof and walked me around and around for hours. See, roofs can save lives. I'm saving lives by going up on that roof. Just to stop me from falling into death. Yeah. Quite serious, this bit. As I continued my dance on the edge, 
Idle mania was sweeping the world. No, it won't. Hang on a second. <clears throat> Got a book here of uh, rock history. Let me just flick through this. Hang on a second. Mm. E, F, G, H, I. Uh, no, Idle Mania is not mentioned in there, almost as if he's made it up. After the UK, it was on to Europe, Australia, Japan and New Zealand. The album and singles took off seemingly everywhere, thanks to MTV's expanding international penetration. Oh! Billy! We received gold and platinum albums from many territories. He, now, here's the thing. He can't say the word many. Mm. And he says it a lot in this book. It doesn't say many. I'm going to go... It's at 7.50.07, so I'm going to go back a few seconds, because I want you to listen. This is going to be really fiddly to do on here. Oh, let me make it... Hang on a minute. Let's make it a bit bigger. And I just want you to listen to how he says... Oh, it's so fiddly. Oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. Tell him what he says. Manny. Manny. How many? Money. Here we go. It's, it's, you've got a two-minute run-up. A friend got out. What he said was, very strong Persian brown heroin. Oh, Billy! All of us did a line. Put that very strong Persian brown heroin away. And everyone nodded out except our host and me. Mm? So we did another line. Billy! I remember doing five more lines. Don't do drugs or you'll end up sounding like Billy Idol. A knob. Before I touch the face of God. You never. All went black and then began wild dreams of a pleasure palace. Oh. As king, I had set it up with warm surrounds, waterfalls, greenery and sexual delicacies. And... Right, hang on a second. Water features. He's on, he's on drugs touching the face of God and he's thinking about water. Ground force. Water. <laughs> Inside a dome peopled with lovers whose naked open lovemaking was de rigueur. De rigueur. <laughs> There I smoked my pipe, anointed with the best oil, surveying the scene. A Chinese opium dream. Billy! A pure sleep of the gods overcame me. But soon the water sounds increased and streamed down. It does sound like he's recorded it in his lavvy. Yeah. Doesn't it? Down onto my warm, naked body. Yeah. A flood of water caressed by sin. Sin screamed at the water. I don't want this to end. Who dares destroy the king's reverie? I was coming to... I didn't know drugs could be so dull and pompous. ...in a bath in cold water. There we go. That's Why won't they like, let me sleep, got 50 seconds till he says money. Or no, he says money. Not many. Money. Money. All around me, people were screaming, hissing me, ripping me from my dreams, from the abyss of the overdose okay, I'd we've take. Heard, we've heard this. We're getting ready. Yeah, we're going to start the countdown soon to oh, when Billy right. Idol says the word money. Okay, it's not oh, many. Well, you, by the way, you can call in 0344-499-1000. I kept thinking, let me sleep. Let me dream. I don't want to awake. I am an emperor. Oh. It's a bit partridge. They it? took me to the roof and walked me around and around for hours to stop me from falling into death. Yeah. As my, I that's my water feature making on the edge. Here we go. Idle mania was sweeping the world. After the UK, it was on to Europe, Australia, Japan and New Zealand. Here it comes. The album and singles took off seemingly everywhere. Money. Thanks to MTV's expanding international penetration. penetration. 
We received gold and platinum albums from many terrible. There we go, Manny. Yeah, he yeah, says it. He's nuts, isn't he? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Yes, Ian. This is an email. Oh, good. Take the piss out of me if you want. But I think now you have got James Whale sidekick Ash to do this Billy Idol thing. <laughs> Ash is great at covering different people's voices. There is no way this is Billy Idol himself. It sounds just like Ash to me doing an impression. Oh, he's caught us out. Tomorrow we'll have um, a bill off where we'll play clips from um, uh, Ash reading from Billy Idol's autobiography and Billy Idol reading from Billy Idol's autobiography. And we will take votes to see who is... Most like Billy Idol. Uh, well, the Periscope is back up. Periscope.tv slash Ian Lee. There are new visuals. How much did those visuals cost? Uh, around, I'm going to say, say f- £10. There we go, you see, guys. People think it's um, expensive to put on um, fancy shows like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine was seven ninety nine. Cass was £10, and I've got it up on my screen. And boy, oh boy, it really is um, yeah. very, very sexy. Andy is on the line. Indeed I am, and good evening to you. Good evening to you, Andy. Yeah, I always used to think that Billy Idol was a bit of an idiot, right? Yes. You know, with all his scowling and and getting his chest out and posturing and all that. Yes. But I've got a kind of a a renewed impression of him now. Now I think he's a (laughs) bellend. Because, I mean, what does he think he sounds like? Now, now, now. Honestly. Now, I have to say, Ian, right? Yeah, go on. I can understand why why some people are, are claiming that it's you doing an impersonation of Billy Idol, because it does sound yeah. a bit like you. But it's it's more likely that Billy Idol was had modelled his voiceover yeah. technique on Ian Lee. Um, I fun- um, well, uh, listen, uh, it is, it, all I can say is that it's, it, there are 12 hours and 13 minutes of that, and I don't want it oh, to end. God. It is, it is so pompous and so <laughs> self-congratulatory. There is no humility in it whatsoever. And he goes, it's weird, he'll, he'll kind of brush over some things, and then about really odd things, he'll just go into, incredible detail what was that thing you was talking about yesterday and it was just like it was something like buying a train ticket and he just went through the whole thing oh he did it it, um oh what was it it it, he basically told you over six or seven minutes it wasn't a train ticket but it was something as mundane as that it was about bromley and exactly where it was in relation to um london there was that no but there was something where he did something and he told you how it how it worked but it's i'm thinking but everyone knows how this works (laughs) i i don't it is such a good listen i can't i I think this might be the last ever audiobook i listen to because i just can't see anyone any of them ever being as good as this ever again topping topping that yeah exactly you can't Um, top it andy no um apart from going on the roof which is what i was calling you about first yes shall i do Um, the fireworks on the roof this week absolutely of course well, I don't. It's a it's a no brainer, isn't it? It's obvious. Fireworks. Your glee, your 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 unbridled glee. Yeah. When you went onto the roof. Oh, it was great. Remind reminded me, right? Yeah. Of of when I was at school, I went to school in Crawley, and me and my Richard mate Hawley? found a tunnel under the school. Oh, come! Can I just stop you for one second? If you've ever what? found a secret passage, a tunnel. Or a cellar 
0344 499 1000. That's a great phone in, Andy. When I was at university... It's the most gleeful thing. Some <laughs> friends of mine reckon they went down a manhole and came up in the middle of the university campus field. No, no. Yeah. Oh, it's quite possible. It's possible, actually. We, we, fa- we found this tunnel, right? We were in the woodwork laboratory, or workshop, rather, uh, yeah. one day, doing our woodwork, and the woodwork teacher was this old sort of guy. Yeah, and um, there was a trap door in the fr- not really a trap door, but you could see like there was a panel in the floor that where it was obvious you could lift it. Yeah. So when he wasn't looking, we lifted it and had a look, and oh. there was a tunnel, right? Mm. So we went down the tunnel, and it transpired that it was a tunnel that all pipes and that were in. You had to kind of bend over, but you could walk down it. And we walked down it, and we came up in the boiler room, and then we came up in the metalwork lab, and we came up in all these parts of the school. Yeah. So what we used to do then from then on, is any time we were doing woodwork, we'd, we'd go down the tunnel and shut the lid behind us and go to somewhere else and get out and go back around and come back in the woodwork oh. door, right? And then we'd do it again. So the teacher would keep seeing us coming back in through the door, but he'd never see us go out of it. Oh, man alive. Oh, it, was gleeful. it was gleeful. Oh, fantastic. I am deeply, yeah. deeply envious. Secret tunnels, secret doors, um, passageways, cellars and basements, dear listener. Andy has opened up a... Like? What is not to like? You know, um, there was a great documentary on 4 Extra, and I, I, I kind of knew about this. I didn't know it was illegal. Under Paris, Paris is... There are there are a, a network of uh, tunnels and caves and passageways and that. yeah but yeah, it's illegal it's, it's illegal to go in them but people go in them and some and some of them you know people go in there and just smoke a joint and people some people go in there and explore them and make maps but the police went down there once and they found a secret hidden well, it was hidden a secret hidden underground cinema <gasps> that people had what? set up um, in these illegal catacombs. Fantastic. How cool is that? I want to go and oh, do it. Marvellous. I want to go and no, do it. Oh, no, Andy, thank you for that. I appreciate that. That's a great call. 0344 499 Secret tunnels. Um, uh, secret passageways. Catacombs. Um, caves. Attics are not, attics are not so interesting, I don't think. I'd struggle to um be excited by an attic but aren't there some that go across the whole terrace um well is i know in frank spencer there was because he fell through the roof didn't he of his neighbors i think i don't know if that's true i don't know if that's ever actually true you do hear stories don't you um of um burglars being disturbed so they hide in the attic mm-hmm. and they can stay in there for days sometimes i don't want to scare you if you're at home now alone and you can hear the rustling up in the attic but could be a burglar or a team of sexual predators it could be i don't want to scare people but it could be there could be murderers up there um, I know some people have escaped from a, a, a local lunatic asylum near where you live. They could be up there, lunatics love, because being in, 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 in the attic makes them feel like they're back at home in the padded cells. Um, do you still get padded? Do padded cells actually exist? I know oh, yeah. straight jackets exist. Yeah, padded cells exist. Too. Padded cells. Um, I, I, my own... My, only experience of padded cells is in that pink panther film where they started getting a bit too silly and yeah. herbert lom gets put in there and he writes he writes with a crayon on there with his mouth 
Um, but do they actually, they actually exist? Yeah. I bet they're, f- and in the films they're white and pristine. I bet they're filthy. I bet they are disgusting. I've been in the isolation cell in, um, Alcatraz. Sorry? Yeah. What, what did you They'll do? They'll shut you in there. Why, why, what did you do? Gobby? Yeah, bit gobby, yeah? Bit, bit, bit annoying. They, but they do, they, they, they'll put you in there and shut the door. Oh. While they tell everyone else what goes on. And uh, it's, it seems to go on forever. I, if I was in prison, I wouldn't mind solitary. You would. I wouldn't. Drive your crackers. I wouldn't. How long am I in there for? Ages. Well, no, t- give me, give me, give me a length. No. Give me a length. That's the point. They that's, don't and tell that's you why I was long... sent to solitary. I kept saying that. I kept walking around saying, give me a length. Go on, tell me, give me a day. How long? A day? Easy. A week? Piece of cake. But you have no concept of how long you've been in there and how long you've got to go. Uh, are you an idiot? Of course you can. You, you, you count the seconds. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, four What, for three days? Is that how long I'm in there for? Well, I'm going to put you in there for three days. I wouldn't bother. I wouldn't even bother. If it was three days, I wouldn't even bother. Just have a sleep. I'd just, I'd meditate. I'd do the two M's. Go on. Oh, no, no. No, you've got it. I don't need to, but you've got it, yeah. I'd do, I'd do the, I'd do a double M. For three days, just switching back and forth between the two. You Wonderful. Def- you definitely go mad. Wonderful. Can't that? I mean, that's kind of what my weekends are like. So, I'm doing it at Her Majesty's secret pleasure. Imagine that doing it for the Queen, staying at her, the Queen. She, it's at Her Majesty's pleasure. So if she was, if she got caught short, right? But she was going past Pentonville. Could and she was tired. Could she go into Pentonville for a nap and use it like a B and B? I don't think she'd want to. But she could if she had to. Yeah, so isn't it? Um, I think I could quite easily do. I could do a week solitary, easy, <laughs> easy. I mean, that would just be bliss. Oh, no banjos. I no don't know banjos. Games. I don't need computer games are in my head. I can play Frogger for hours. Hey, listen, I'm from the 70s, right? We this, we had six weeks every year of nothing. Didn't have it. The summer holidays, we had nothing. Nothing. There was nothing on telly. All of our mates were away. I didn't go on holiday. We had nothing. We made glue out of flour and water. That's how poor we were. That's how little we had. If I wanted to do a collage, right? Got, got any glue, Mum? No. Mum, can you make some glue? Yeah, all right. Flour and water. That was the glue we used for a collage, right? That was six weeks. So being in a prison cell for a week, easy. Back to the important bit. Yes, Catherine. Did it stick properly? No, it was made out of flour and water. We all know that glue is made from horses' bones. It is. That's they go to the knackers yard, the glue yard, isn't it? I think they used to be, but now they probably can have a No, synthetic. no, no, no. Half of it goes, the, the meat goes to dog food, the bones goes to, goes to, um, Prit. And yoo-hoo. <laughs> um, yoo-hoo. Uh, yeah, glue out of flour and paste. Okay, we're coming to the last hour of the show. Several things. One, should I go up on the roof this week and let off fireworks? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Two, uh, catacombs, tunnels and cellars. I'm going to, trap doors, I'm going to leave it as open as that, guys. Your experiences. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. And, um, in the 70s, when we didn't have glue, 
um, my mum would make glue out of flour, cooking flour you make cakes with, and water. Your uh, mum's um, homemade fix-its, please. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand. This could be the last hour we ever broadcast on talk radio on this network. So come and get it while you still can, guys. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Medical equipment, including a new blood pressure machine called the Balmerometer. When we flew back in a large prop plane, I asked my parents where God was. If he was up in the sky, how come we couldn't see him? Yeah. It would be a question that would plague me for the rest of my life. Idiot. <laughs> it's a stupid question. Believe Chapter 2. No. England swings like a pendulum do. Don't it? Dorking to Goring by Sea, England. Yeah. Good old Blighty. Back to England. A return to my dad's old London stomping grounds. The place where I was first spat out into the world. <laughs> I'm perilously in danger of suffocating under the claims of then... <laughs> there we go. You got that on Periscope. We didn't get that if you were listening. He said a naughty word. I was spat out. <laughs> I love it. 0344. 499. 1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be more than welcome to. Let's go to um, 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 Dom. Good evening, Dom. Nobody would have believed in the last years of the 19th century. Sorry? Do you not think he sounds like the, uh, the narrator from War of the Worlds? Can I... Right, here's the thing. War of the Worlds by Jeff Lynne. Well, not Jeff Lynne. Jeff... Wayne. Thank you! is flipping brilliant right but yeah, the war great. of the world story is rubbish hg wells and every film that's been made including the top cruise film is rubbish do you know why because it is written in a victorian sort of style of writing where it's very 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 long sentences and very well no i tell okay. you why the premise is dull right it starts off brilliantly we're under attack from another planet, planet, right? Brit and I've never read the book. I'm not going to, because as, as Dom actually points out quite correctly, it's written in Victorian English, and that's boring. Um, but all the films, like the Tom Cruise film, you know I'm a big fan of Tom Cruise. <laughs> I genuinely am. It's not even a joke. Um, it starts off great, right? So, spoiler alert coming up. So, so the, the aliens come, they're attacking, right? And they're and they're fighting, and and the the aliens are just. Spanking the backsides of the Earthlings, right? Destroying them. They have got nothing they can... They are wiping them out. Superior technology. Yeah. Oh, it's, oh, light years. It is getting bleaker and bleaker. Then there's a turning point when Tom Cruise, and this happens in the, the original film as well, he manages to blow up one of the aliens' mach machines, right? Blows up one, right? Mm -hmm. But there are millions. So you think, oh, this is the turning point. He's worked out... How to blow one... Involves getting sucked up by an alien, and then you've got to chuck, chuck a grenade in, right? You think, oh, he's worked it out, right? If you can do one, you can do Manny. Yeah, exactly, you can do Manny, right? Manny. Manny. But... How Manny? Oh, many, money, money, money. Money, money. So, but, but here's the thing, right? So you think, oh, this is the turning point. But then, all of the aliens just start dropping dead anyway, right? Oh. And the, the narrator goes... Well, it turns out that there were spores in the Earth's atmosphere. It's Billy Idol narrating it, apparently. <laughs> 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 the, 
Well, there were spores in the Earth's atmosphere that inf that the aliens didn't like, and it killed them. So the aliens all die. So the whole the world is devastated, right? Uh, but they they just worked out, to get, and then the aliens die anyway because they're allergic to um, uh, uh, Earth air. They're allergic to it. And that's it. So it's boring. So basically, the first, no war. the first two hours is pointless. You might as well just go, some aliens came down, but they were allergic to Earth air and they died. That's the, that's yeah. the story. That's, that's not a war of worlds, is it? That that's someone getting ill on holiday. Story. I went to Subway of Paris and I got lost. And when I came out, they're all gone. I don't understand. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. That is exactly. why it is a, a very, very dull story and a very dull movie. There you go. Never mind. Anything else? Manchester. Yep. Yeah, when you come to Manchester, I've got uh, two books by a guy called Keith Warrinder about um, one's called Below Manchester and one's called Manchester Underground or something like that. Okay. And there's vast areas Show off. of the places where you can go underground. And these are your connections. I'm sure you could probably arrange a few tours and go and have a look. Hey, well then take us on a tour after the show. Funnily enough, you mentioned that. I've just done an email from the venue about Manchester. That's right, guys. Catherine and I will be on Manchester on Saturday, July the 29th. It's a lunchtime show. Uh, there are only a handful of tickets left. There's loads. Ticketsource.co.uk forward slash Ian Dashley. It's part of the Manchester Fringe. They're only a tenner. Lunchtime show, Saturday, July the 29th. Ticketsource.co.uk slash Ian Dashley. And I'll tell you what we'll do. Um, do you have to pay to go underground, or can you just go? Oh, no, there's, there's tours that are available, but there's also the guys written the books who, uh, I think he's got contact, so maybe, hang, maybe you get in contact. Hang on a minute. I don't, listen, hang on a minute. If after the show, Pied Piper style, I say to the audience, all right, guys, we're now going to go, we're all going to go through a tunnel and go cream. underground Manchester, would that be possible? Without I me having to no pay idea. a man. I'm not the producer. The producer is the lady sitting across from no, me right now. No, that's, that show I'm not. No, that's just, that's just, um, that's not even for a show. That's just us dicking around. Have you read the book about Underground Manchester? Is there a door to get underground that we can just go through? There are hundreds of doors and no, you can't just go through them. Why? I don't know. Billy Idol, I Why are you telling me about it then? If you can't because go there, why are you, you telling are famous. me? You are famous man you can arrange these sort of things and i you think i'm going to be famous i think i'm going to be famous for committing a murder soon i thought he was going to commit a, a jump off the reef before when you went up there well, and you opened the door and there's nothing there sussing it out for fi for the firework display buddy that's what's um that's what that's about. should i do fireworks up there definitely yeah and um, but yes is your way of filming it from somewhere where you can actually see them or is it just going to be an oral thing um I mean oral yeah, but it's pronounced oral, so... No, it's not. No, it is actually. Not. No, it is actually. Uh, all right, hang on a second. We'll go to... Um, I did oral tests at university. Mate, I know you, you stuff. Were, I've you, got certificates. Mate, you were tricked. Pro yeah. non... Hang on. And I did oral. Non... I've got distinction. See... I, I bet you did. That's uh, head girl, isn't it? Yeah. Pronunciation. Here we go. Um, audio pronunciation. It's not pronounced oral. You are... Wrath and wrath. All over again. Who speak a de language? This a guy. You say milk. Okay. Um, okay. Um, okay. How do I... All right. Hang on a minute. Hang Audio. On. Oh, Jesus. Audio. Right. Okay. Hang on. Audio. No. Audio. No. Audio. This is just people saying audio. Audio. 
I don't want people to say audio. Let audio. Me... No. Billy Idol. What word am audio. I looking for? Aural. Oral. Right. No. Okay. Um, we'll print. Um, hang on, hang Press on. Press it. You're going to put oral in. Oh, here we go. Here it is. Here it is. Right. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. Oral. No. Oh! Oh! No. Oh! 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 saying it like that mate i've gone to the cambridge authority the cambridge dictionary well they rejected me and i think we now know why (laughs) you you right this is the u.s version they probably pronounce it oral oh they'll say it wrong oral right okay oral thank you (laughs) they're just obsessed with oral (laughs) gosh i'm really feeling your wrath tonight aren't i Talking you about aural. <laughs> I'm really, I feel a bit um, nauseous, actually. Good. Good. I feel like that bloke on um, uh, Naked and Afraid who hadn't eaten for three weeks. We haven't discussed this. No. It was a good one, wasn't it? Part three, Naked and Afraid, <sighs> right? Skinny <laughs> yoga woman with... Aural. <laughs> with slightly out of shape ex-soldier. They've all got the... I'm not a fan of body art anyway, right? Yeah, they both had tramp stamps. Each them, everybody on this series has got the most hideous tattoos. Crap tats. Absolutely hideous. For those who don't know, Naked and... You, you must know because I bang on about it all the time. Naked and Afraid, it's a survival show where t- a man and a woman meet for the first time on a desert island in uh, the jungle, in the desert. There was one in the desert. In Africa. Uh, yeah, and um, they have to survive for three weeks. They've got nothing... And that includes no clothes, no shoes, and no pants or bras. Good news, though. They do have a bag each. Yeah. One of them will be carrying a large chopper. <laughs> the other one will be carrying a fire lighter, which I think is cheating. Well, they don't always carry a fire lighter. They're ele- and, and Bruce and Jonathan, and we'll come to you in a second, I promise. Um, they, um, they get a luxury item, and the sensible ones choose a machete. Or a pan. And a fire. Well, one guy took a cruet set. What was that for? Um, but, um, well, you know, when they're catching water and stuff in leaves and, yeah. like, taking one drop at a time, they were thinking, why didn't I bring a mug? Literally. Oral. Taking one drop. Uh, they, they, she goes, this woman claimed to be, like, a herbologist, right? Yeah, all right, mate. And um, she goes, oh, look, those are the mawawa um, trees. Now, if we cut off their branches, we can suck out the juice like water. And uh, he goes, all right, brilliant. So they, they spent ages cutting, because it's quite thick, it'll cut through it, it takes ages, and they use sweating and all of that. And then she holds it up to her mouth. <laughs> literally two drops, literally two drops of fluid pass into her mouth. Oral. And he's going, the bloke's doing, like, the maths. He's going, hang on. It took us 40 minutes to chop this down. I am knackered. And you're saying we only get two drops of juice from it? 
It's such a good I program. I thought those two were going to come to blows. But it is it, such it, it a good... Go- you thought they were going to come to? Oral. It is such <laughs> a good show. I, here's, the, here's the thing, right? And I'm saying this now. My hand on my heart. I'm pledging, right? I swear to God, Muhammad, Vishnu, um, uh, Donovan, I swear I will never get bored of Naked and Afraid, so help me God. If I come on here one day and go, a bit bored of that show now, I don't watch it anymore, you have you have full permission to mow me down now. Mow me down. 0344 499 1000. When we come back, we've got Bruce, we've got Jonathan, and it could be you, dear listener. Late nights with Ian Lee on Tour Radio. Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Ah, dear, oh dear, oh dear. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number. I've, I've typed in. Um, you can't do rude words on this pronunciation um, guide. Let me just try another. Don't word. they swear in Cambridge? Um, well, it, um, um, well, there's this. Dick. <laughs> Dick. But um, you type your name in there. No, because it's 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 a dictionary, mate. A mm. dictionary. Well, it it has a diction a definition of bell end, but it doesn't have a pronunciation. Oh. Um, let's try. <laughs> um, it's so childish. Oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. We got we got this. Fanny. There we go. Now let's go to oh, uh, Jonathan. Oh, you you put him. You get him back. We'll go to Bruce. Evening, Bruce. Hit hit hit. What kind of cake? Fanny. Sorry, Bruce. Uh, what kind of cake? Um, Fanny. Cake. <laughs> I do like going to America and using a fanny pack. Yes, yes, exactly. I'll give you a kick up your fanny. Hey. In America. Fanny. Fanny. <laughs> hey, Fanny. <laughs> hey, Fanny. Yes, Bruce. Um, I, I called up, actually, uh, about your conversation about hidden areas and corridors and such. Well, in um, many ways, that ties in with this. Fanny. Now, yeah, go on. What you got? Yeah, it does. Um, how are you on uh, Disney theme parks? Do you like Disney theme parks? I've been to like Euro Disney, and, and the kids loved it, but all the staff there were as miserable as sin, because they were French. I don't, I don't, I don't do these, these, these stereotypes, uh, 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 you know, um, too often, because they're easy, but... You know, if you went to the Disneyland in Florida or wherever, they would be so pleased. The service in America is incredible, but the, all the all the, the service in Disneyland Paris—they really hate you. They don't want to talk to you or take your money. It's outrageous. There, are you talking about the furs and the faces? I don't. Well, the, the furs—you just you know underneath them, they've probably got a fag on, right? <laughs> You know, underneath sure, that, D- sure. Donald Duck and Huey, Dewey and Louie have got some kind of fag on. So they've got a big painted on grid. I'm speaking specifically about the staff where you can see their faces and there's the po- they're serving you food or your tickets as you go in. The miserable people! You're paying a fortune to go in! And the people on the thing won't even make eye contact with you! It's outrageous! I have been. I've been a lot of times. Yes. Um, and I can agree that on the most part, that is very true. But yes. I wasn't calling about you, I Disney. Yeah. I was actually calling about Disney World in Florida because 
they've got a whole city underneath the theme park. Wowzers. When you say a whole city, tell me more. Well, well, that's a bit of an exaggeration, but um, basically the system... Don't, hang on a minute. Bruce, Bruce, Bruce. We haven't got many listeners, right? Don't, don't do two consecutive sentences that go, there's a whole city under Disneyland. Well, actually, it's not a city. No, 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 Bruce. Big it up. Big it up, dude. Tell me about this giant metropolis, this sprawling, this sprawling city that is underneath Disneyland. Tell me about it. It's called the Utilidor system. What? Yeah. Massive, massive doors. And, I mean, it's big enough that people need to use golf carts to go around it. Well, what is it though? What what is it there for? Is it like yeah. is it like when Euro Disney was uh, sorry when Disney was built in the fifties and then it it became outdated, so they just built over it? No, it's that it's only really in the um, the Florida version, which is the second one. Right. So this was built purposely for the reason, and basically what they've done yeah. is they built this city underneath the park, so that the cast members and the characters can kind of be hidden from view. Oh, yeah. So, you know, like, you know when you've been to France and you had, like, the different areas? Yeah. Well, they've all got different costumes. Right. And what they right. want to avoid is somebody working in uh, the Wild West town to then go to the futuristic town because the uniforms are different. You c- well, so you, they- you couldn't... It'd be like in Westworld when your Brinner starts running through Roman world. It exactly. just looks... It just looks weird. So what they do instead is they get people to go under the under the uh, the park in these city doors, so no one knows they're trapped. Oh, baby, baby, Disney. I love it. Is that why they keep Uncle Walt's head in a jar? This is and this is really funny that you say that because there's a film that's currently being made at the moment called The Fur Adventures of Walt's Frozen Head, wow. and that is the entire plot of the film that Walt's head is kept in this system, uh, and somebody takes him out for the day to go and see the park. Wow. I've actually got credit in the film what? as a silent Foley artist. Uh, and Catherine, you can explain to everyone what a Foley artist is? Foley artist is a, vo- uh, is a sound effect yeah. man. It's the go- here's the thing. Yeah. This is the thing about movies, right? This is why I couldn't be bothered to make a film. I could make a film if I wanted to. But the thing that puts me off is all of the sounds in a film mm-hmm. are put on afterwards. So even mm-hmm. if, it's, if it's footsteps... They don't record the footsteps of the bloke. It was someone, like, six months later, we'll get that bit of film. They go, right, let me watch this. So we've got 30 seconds where he's walking down the street. What shoes he wearing? So he's got, okay, right, so he's got smart shoes on and he's walking down a pavement. So then they'll, they'll do it. And then oh, he's got trainers and he's walking on a carpet. I think it's fascinating. It's, where's it? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's fascinating, actually. Yeah. In, in another life, working with a different presenter, I used to, um, huh? do the sound effects. We used to do sketches and we used to do plays and things, like radio plays and stuff. Yeah. And they used to give me the raw, you know, dialogue and I used to put the sound effects on and it, I loved it. It was like having a doll's house. Well, the, 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 the classic thing on, um, the Archers, I've been in the Archer's studio and they have like a little corner mm-hmm. and it's, they'll have like, there's like a door and then there's gravel. Yeah. And then there's, did you have doorbell, different types of doorbells and knockers? Mm-hmm. Doorbells or knockers? Well, no, because I... Knockers and fannies. Sorry? 
I would just use sound effects archive stuff. Oh, okay, but sometimes, right. if they'd asked me to do... The guy that I work with used to take great delight in giving me really elaborate scenarios yeah. to make. Yeah. Like, can we have like a piano falling down the stairs oh. and landing on a jelly? Yeah. Or, you know, we yeah. would find different things. Anyway, and, and sometimes I could make them up from archive stuff. And other times, I'd like go into the um, sound booth yeah. with, I don't know, a stapler yeah. and some heavy shoe. And I'd like have to go and make them up myself and thinking about what the, what makes up but the sound. this is why... This is why I couldn't be bothered to do a movie. What a lot of faff. What? Literally you every... You, you know, they... I tell you the they thing... They punch cabbages, don't they? I, they do. I tell you the thing I had to do once. I can't remember the name for it, but when I did that, that the, the sitcom I was in, um, I had to... There's a there's a name for it. I can't think of it. I had to go and redo a couple of lines over the top of it. So you, they sh- you, you, you watch a clip, and they've just changed the word or something, and you have to do the whole line. And I couldn't do it. Um, can you get Jonathan back, please? I I couldn't I couldn't get in that. Also, I couldn't act. That was the thing. Bruce, thank you very much for that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. The Foley artist, the unsung heroes of uh, cinema, and the reason that I just could not be asked to get into the movies. <laughs> Jonathan. Hello, Ian. Hello, Jonathan. It's our favourite Jonathan now that racist Jonathan doesn't call us anymore. Pushing boring Jonathan down to our 267th favourite Jonathan. No, it's the alcoholic Jonathan that you're talking to now. That, you doesn't, that doesn't narrow it down that much. <laughs> OK, but you told me to do alcoholics, I'm honest. No, I didn't. You gave the number. Yes, you did. No, I didn't I've tell you. I've done the 12 steps. I, I, I've done the 13th step. I didn't. And I've impregnated uh, a lot of, uh, in, uh, you know. Okay, you're you making jokes. The, the 13th yeah. step is when um, is when people seduce drunk women or drunk men. At, 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 uh, that's what <laughs> exactly. that is. So but that's no, no, lovely. but you, you can't. I, didn't, I you... didn't tell you to go to AA. I suggested that might be something you want to look into. I would never tell anyone to go to AA. No, but you, you kind of like annoy me a little bit early on when you're going about your fireworks. I, I annoy like, you. Like the fireworks in Diwali for the Sikhs. Now, every like rational person knows that Diwali is a Hindu I celebration. Di- I apologise for making that mistake. I apologise, but Sikhs you, can still enjoy only, it. You've only like annoyed like some of like two billion people, so it don't really matter. Well, no, you no, like. no. Here's the thing, Jonathan. I've only annoyed one drunk man. <laughs> Because no one else is listening to your show. Well, no, because everyone else realised that I'd made a mistake and 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 got over it. Okay. What have you, what have you so really, I've, what have you really called him for? I've really called him for, I don't know, grinding the gears, the rest of it, the whole point, the rest of the world, what we're going to do tonight, Ian, how we're going to put the world to rights. What, but, but, this but, is your last show, isn't it? This we're, is your we're last not, show. We're not, we are not going to put the world to rights, Jonathan, because again, you're drunk, man. How much you had to drink tonight? Well, in what level? You love these drunks. This is what keeps the show going. No, it isn't, mate. How much have you had to drink tonight? Not enough. No. Seriously, not I enough. I bet. I bet. I, I don't know what to say to you, man, because I... I, I, I whatever no, I say... No, let me speak. It sounds like you've been on something more than alcohol tonight, though, because you're like... You, the trajectory of your mind is so all over the place. I just feel like you keep on nipping back to the toilets while the uh, advert breaks are on. Uh, a little bit too, a little bit of this. And you just uh, rave on. No, here's the here's the beauty. Now that I don't take drugs and I don't drink, my mind is free from those shackles. So I can be. It, here's the thing: it, it's a myth that the majority of drugs make you more creative. I am more creative, nearly thirteen years clean and sober, than I ever was when I took drugs and when I drank. So no. 
How did you get yourself clean? I've Come told you before. It. I've told you. You just... Jonathan, I don't know where to go with this call because you're too drunk to hear anything I say, mate. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening to this awesome device that Ian can offers on... Well, it's going to be... Someone's going to replace you soon, though, isn't it? This is pretty much the last show. You're not listening, dude. You're rambling. Did you listen back to the show the other night? That was what I asked you to do. I didn't ask you to go to AA. Did you listen back to um, the show the other night? Yeah, that sounded awesome. All my friends on like a pretty no. much YouTube sensation. No. no, 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 no. Be honest with me. Did you listen back to your phone call on the show the other night? I did. Did you listen back to it when you were sober? <laughs> that, otherwise, it doesn't count. Oh come on! How did you get for it? Did you listen to it when you were sober? No. <sighs> but then it creates, and it's, it's, it's the awesomeness of the self, so how do you get through it? It, it? Okay, let me speak and listen. I'm listening. Your call tonight, and more so your call last time, was an embarrassment for you. You sounded drunk, you sounded disconnected, your thoughts were rambling, you were slurring, you were rude. Um, uh, Listen, listen, Jonathan, Jonathan, you said you'd listen, I'll let you come back. You're not, though, mate, you're not, and I'll tell you why you're not, because you're you're being an obnoxious, dull drunk. Do you want to listen or not? I'm, I'm, listening. I'm listening. Your call last time was embarrassing, right? It was. was un- it? You're not listening, dude. Okay, I'm listening. Shut up and stop interrupting. You might learn something. Okay. Your call last time was embarrassing, yeah. and it was okay. up. Shut up. <laughs> okay. Shut up and listen. Right, because you're annoying me now, mate. Because a lot of my listeners, a lot of my listeners were very upset by your last call. I was upset by your last call. So just shut up and pay attention for five minutes, all right? You upset a lot of good people who were worried about you. So do them and do me the decency of keeping your trap shut for five minutes and listening. Okay, I'm listening here. Your call last time was in. Yes. Good night, Jonathan. I'm not going to talk to you, mate, because I, I, th- no, I'm, I'm talking. Listening. I'm no, you're not. Listen. You're not, mate. No, you're I'm not. I am talking to. I am talking to uh, to an obnoxious, rude, drunk. When I know that no, somewhere I'm... in there is a beautiful soul that is drowning in misery, self-loathing, and self-pity. But that person isn't talking to me tonight, and I, no, I've no, wasted no, too no, much no, of no, my no, life. I have wasted too much of my life talking to drunks when I want to talk to the beautiful spirits that are inside them. It's midnight. Come on. Who else are you going to listen to? I don't want to talk to you tonight, Jonathan, because you're not ready to listen to what I have to say. And a lot of people were really upset by your last call. And um, I I, I don't want you to embarrass yourself again tonight. Yeah, but I don't want you to tell me to go and see Alcoholics Anonymous because everyone knows it's a religious base and it doesn't really help anyone. It's really low successful. I didn't tell you that. I didn't tell you to go to Alcoholics Anonymous. Get out of the number. Didn't tell you to go to Alcoholics Anonymous. I have never told anyone to go to Alcoholics Anonymous. No, but you gave out the number after so the show. So what? So yeah, what? But 
I give out the number for this every night. Is that me telling people to come to 18 Hatfield, you absolute muppet? You shouldn't call me a muppet. You're a muppet. You have insulted me by not listening to me, by thinking that you you phoning up and embarrassing yourself is what my show is based on. And for God's sakes, it isn't. For God's sakes, my show is not based on that. My show is based on people and stories. And insulting and religion and the rest of it. You're talking rubbish, dude. You're slurring. You go, you go, you go on such ways, but that you really like, you don't even know what you're talking about. I know. Know exactly what I'm talking like, about. You're the one making up narratives. Know, you can make some like cultural reference from like uh, gremlins or like goonies or the rest of it. Mate, or you're rambling. Like, you're embarrassing yourself. And I don't. Well, this show. Like right, I've taken you off for a second, right? So people can't hear you. This show does not set out to embarrass or humiliate people. I used to do that act years ago. More recent than I would like to think, and it's not. Not an act I'm particularly proud of. So if I allow you to stay on you, and continually embarrass and humiliate yourself, that goes against what I want this show to be, right? Now, I didn't tell you to go to Alcoholics Anonymous. I gave the number out for any poor souls that might want to call them. You didn't want to? That's absolutely fine, Jonathan. I am sick and tired of talking to drunk people, and I have kind of made it a vow that I... I, I pretty much keep to that whenever I am with people that are drinking once they cross a certain line I make it my business to stand up and go home right and I don't want to talk to you while you are like this because I know that right now you hate yourself you are full of self-loathing and I don't want to be part of the machine that encourages or gets that cycle of self-loathing going round and around and around because you are better than that you are a human being Jonathan and you are precious priceless and valuable and I do not want to talk to the obnoxious drunk Jonathan all right no but the point I'm trying to make is you've really annoyed a lot of people no I like, haven't this, like, I've no, annoyed you, you. Like, uh, no, where, you where are the tweets these fireworks I'm like oh I want to do this firework thing because I'm going to annoy the Sikhs because it's about, like, uh, what, what did you say? Diwali? Diwali's Hindus. Come on, at least you can get that little bit of information right. Jonathan, you're and not as Diwali clever people. or as funny you're or as pleasant you. as you think you are. You're embarrassing no, yourself. Kind of, I, I wish... I have, mother, I've read a lot more than you, and you may have a few more years on me, but you've not suffered as right, much buddy. as the others. Ivory right, Tower... All right, Jonathan. Retire and you've got this uh, listen, I'm going to let, it. mate, I'm going to... losing this job. Mate, I'm going to let you go. Of your ignorance. Mate, I'm going to... You're losing this job because of your ignorance. And if talks uh, radio or anything going on, I don't know why the point... You ought to put me on this radio station. Because you have a lot more sense to say. Drunk or sober. You're just rambling. Like, the other week, you were talking about who's your favourite elephant. I don't... I, here's the thing, right? I want to help him. I don't want to help him. Here's the thing, right? I want him to help himself, right? But I don't want to exploit him. And I feel that by keeping him on, I'm exploiting him. It feels exploitative. Also, he's at a stage now where he's just kicking out. (sighs) So let's roll with it. It's like, um, what's it called? He doesn't Um, even know he's not on the air. I, I, I I feel guilty for doing this. I know so many people were touched by Jonathan's call last time, right? Mm. 
Um, why am I losing my temper? Why am I shouting at him? Because he didn't hear that. He didn't hear me being nice the other day. Maybe he'll hear me shouting at him. That's not happening. Um, I just don't know what <laughs> what to do. Jonathan, you don't know what to do with yourself now after you lost this job. I haven't looked, Jonathan. On to kiss radio and the rest. Jonathan, shall I tell? Shall I let you into a secret? Shall I pull back the curtain? Pull back the curtain. Is it red? Is the curtain red? Shall I pull back? What colour the curtain is? Shall I pull back the curtain? Let's see it. The boss is taking me out for lunch tomorrow to say congratulations on the shows we did in New York. I'm not losing my job. Exactly. 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 Because we've got Jonathan on the radio and his. It's, it's, it's pantomime. Yourself. It's pantomime. It's pantomime. Of course it is. Of course it is. Course it is. You, you don't appreciate mate, that. Mate, so why did it feel like when I was listening to the radio earlier on, that I was sober earlier on, I had to get drunk to call you. Okay. You just seemed it's, like you were losing it. You're no, you really did like right, you were losing Jonathan. it. You're like, you were like all over the place. Jonathan. You couldn't like pick on one subject. You were just going from one random thing to the other. You're it's all my fault. Wrong. It's my fault you got drunk tonight. Of course it is. <sighs> of course it is. I blame everyone else. No, I know it's my fault. I'm not blaming you. But it's not. It, I, did, I didn't see any consistency in your radio show tonight. That really why should there be? I'm why should there by... be consistency? Consistency. You can get consistency on Five Live... Uh, on LBC, on any of the BBC local radio stations, I, 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 I provide to, you inconsistency. Have voice, you don't stutter, of course, of course. But like, you know, what? do you want to be reading the weather? Do you want to be making like a difference? But when you got like the graveyard shift on talk radio, what difference are you making? When you can't even get religion to lie, when it's like reverting to the wallet. Everyone knows Diwali is Hindu, and you're calling it Sikh. You're just pissing off a load of people. I've pissed off you. Where are the phone calls? Where are the tweets? Where are the texts from yeah, the angry they people? They ain't even listening. They ain't right. even listening. In that case, but... I haven't pissed off anyone apart from you. Yeah, but you sh- you got to get your facts right. I don't... Well, I don't have to. I made yeah, a mistake. So you like saying, I'm like, oh, I like Jonathan. No, saying like this great Jonathan. statement, like, I want to let fire the rest of it. Jonathan. Like, Jonathan. I I got it wrong. I apologise to everybody. There we go. Can we move on from that now? Yeah, we can move on. Let's talk about something bloody mm. serious. Like your downward spiral career. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> that was... Okay. Uh, Jonathan, I'm going to let you go, because now you're being what I call an obnoxious drunk, and you're being rude. So I'm going to let you go, I mate. Yes, you were rude, drunk. Jonathan. This is the no, thing. Go Bye-bye. Um, uh, seriously, it's such a wonderful decision I've made that when I'm with people when they're drinking, it very rarely happens now. Um, or if I am out and I'm doing a live show, and if people come up to me in that state, I have no qualms about standing up and walking away. And once I've made that decision, it is so freeing. It is so freeing. You know, if someone speaks to me like that in, in a pub or after a show, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll be polite and I'll, I'll give them about 30 seconds, maybe two minutes, like after that rabbit hole. Do you remember? Yeah. Um, but I will, um, I will excuse myself and I will walk away. If they persist and they are rude, I will point out they are being rude. Because here's the thing. The I next... don't have to take that. No, you don't. No. The next morning yeah. um, or the next day, you're expected to forget all about it because they didn't mean it. Yeah. But it's no. there. No, 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 no. Um, and people are saying, hang up, hang up, hang up. Well, th- <laughs> I, I, I have nothing but sympathy for those poor souls uh, who are, uh, you know, you know, addiction is a disease, right? Whether it's alcohol or sex or drugs or shopping, it's a disease, right? Gambling, it's a disease. So I have sympathy uh, and empathy for those poor souls that suffer from that disease. But, 
But, but, but, but, but, um, even though you have that disease, you are still, um, uh, responsible. Ed, get the phones, please. You are still responsible for any misdemeanors, any rudeness, any criminal acts that happen while you are intoxicated. You know, so if, if, if someone is high on drugs and they kill someone, they should go to prison. But I, I have sympathy for them being addicted to drugs, but they also have to serve time. They have a thing in the step. The, he made a joke about the 13th step, and it's a really unpleasant thing. And it, it says to me that he knows more about um, AA than he's letting on. The 13th step is, uh, if I were to go to an AA meeting, and I were to see a vulnerable drunk woman coming into her first, second, tenth, twelfth meeting, um, and I were to recognise that vulnerability and then seduce her, that's called the 13th step. Oh, that's God. when you sleep with someone who uh, it, it, you, you take advantage of someone who's drunk, basically, is what it is. It's a horrible, horrible thing. Um, but it happens quite a lot. It's, 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 it's the way it goes. Um, uh, uh, that's re- OK, I need to get this out. That's pissed me off, that call, actually, a lot. And I am um, feeling a lot of um, anger in my chest. I'm angry. I'm hurt because he was. He, I felt he was very rude to me. Um, I'm upset because I invested, um, not a lot, but I invested something emotionally into him during his last call and after his last call. I know some of you did, dear listener, because I had lots of people. Someone tweeted me today, in fact, because they'd heard it on a podcast or listen again. And they said, oh, that, that, that sounds like a friend of mine. You know, it could be a friend of mine, not literally, but, you know. Um, and so I've got this tightness in my chest and I'm, I'm actually, I'm angry. That's what I am. I'm angry. And um, I need to, um, I need to hand that back, Jonathan. That was rude. Um, you were arrogant. You were ignorant. And your drunkenness is not an excuse for the way you spoke to me. And uh, I'm not taking any of that criticism. Um, and I need to kind of think about how we proceed with, with, with Jonathan. Because I, I don't want this show to be... I don't want to feel like that on my no. show. I don't want to feel like that on my show. So, um... I need to have a think. I, I doubt I'll call back tonight. Uh, Phil, stay there. Come to you after this. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Hey, and suddenly it's a quarter to one on Monday night, Tuesday morning. Evening, Phil. Hi, evening, Ian. How you doing, mate? I'm all right, thank you, boss. What you got for us? Oh, bang, that's a bit loud. Sorry. The trucks, just the trucks are pulling out. Yes, Phil, go on. <laughs> Um, basically, it was just, uh, hopefully, a bit of an antidote to your last chap. Yes, please. Um, thank you very much. It was, um, well, for you, hopefully, I'll, uh, basically, I owe you a thank you and an oh. apology. Uh-oh, go um, Oh, here we go! Here <laughs> we go, Phil! What did you do? Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, I was in, I was in quite a bad accident about 11 years ago when you were doing your afternoon show on LBC. Yeah. It wasn't my fault, um, was it? Sorry? It wasn't my fault, was it? No, 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 but basically, um, I was, uh, I was in an accident, and I ended up bed down for quite a while in that hospital operations and stuff. Yeah. And, um, there were two things in my day, because I was basically at home on my own, laid up, uh, two things in a day that used to cheer me up. My missus used to come around at lunch, so I'd bring me lunch from work. Yeah. Um, and then, at half past three, your show would come on. Yeah. And it was, it was one thing. No. Oh, Phil, you're, break- Phil you're breaking up! Oh, no. No, don't break up! 
What, well, go back to where you were. Um, yeah. Is any better? Yeah. Yeah, go on. Right, I don't know where I got to. Um, yeah, so basically, uh, you were like the, your show was like the highlight of my day. It was, I couldn't get out anywhere, I couldn't go anywhere. It was just, it was just there. It was for, for that whole year. Um, and I just wanted to say thank you and apologies for it, for it being 11 years before I finally got the bottle up. <laughs> I've been wondering where you were, John, uh, Phil. <laughs> I thought, when is Phil going to grow some balls? Um, uh, well, bless you, man. Well, so you were listening to the old LBC shows to, as you were recuperating? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was a pretty boring time because the rest of the radio was pretty... Uh, oh, mate, tell uh, me about uh, it. Uh, I dribble, know. But, um, <laughs> um, how, how, can I ask how bad... Well, it was a car accident, was it? Um, no, basically, I, I raced down the mountain bikes. Um, oh, flipping it. And I'd, yeah, I had a, had a big off... Um, and, yeah, I did a lot, a lot of internal injuries and broken bones and stuff, so... Oh, mate. It was, um... Yeah, not the greatest time in my life, <laughs> to be honest. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, isn't it funny you can laugh about it now, 11 years later? Is everything all right now? I bet have you got, like... Have you got lots of metal in your body? <laughs> no, unfortunately, because, oh, uh... It was, it was, yeah, organ damage, and, uh... I broke a few ribs and collarbone and, and stuff, so it didn't... It's just... Oh. Just lie still, basically, for ages. <laughs> so... God. Yeah, it was. Uh, You're all right now. You right. still, you still. It was, it, was, it was a mountain bike, was it? Yeah, yeah. You, yeah do you go out? Yeah. Do you go out mountain biking now? I'm oh, sweet. Yeah, back on it. I'm off to. Are you idiot? Week, so, yeah, I know. It's, but the thing is, it's, it's the baptism, isn't it? You're not, you're not a proper biker until you break and some stuff. So, don't uh, listen. <laughs> I'm, I've done something really, really stupid. Midlife crisisy, right? I, I've booked um, a CBT training thing well i don't need to see training because that's like saying pin number um uh, 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 you know the motor the the scooter training yeah. you got to do i've booked yeah, that yeah i booked it for thursday thursday at ten thirty in the morning i'm gonna go meet a bloke at the back of a sports center pay him 100 quid um and he's gonna teach me how to ride a scooter i i, I mean i'm assuming it's legit i found him on google <laughs> has he got his own cones well, yeah, I think so. I, th I don't know if I have to bring cones. Um, and he said, I don't want to see you turning up, even if it's sunny, in shorts and T-shirts, all right? Wear appropriate clothing. Leathers? Yes. I've got to get some leathers. <laughs> I've got to buy some leathers. But I'm going to do it. And then I've had my eye on this um, scooter, and I've been emailing this fella called Norbert. And, um, it, and I, I emailed him today. I said, Norbert, I'm doing my CBT on Thursday, right? I don't want to put down a deposit on this scooter, but if I pass and it's still available on Friday, I'm going to come and buy it from you. And Norbert replied, see you on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, here's the thing, right? I've got a job Friday morning. Friday morning, boy, uh, Eldest Boy Sports Day, doing that, getting picked up to go and do Sam Delaney's thing on Russia Today. Um, and um, then after that, I get dropped off wherever I want. And I'm going to say to them, please... Drop me off at the scooter dealership, and then I'm going to get a scooter. <laughs> I'm bricking. I'm bricking yeah, it, Phil. Loads right. of people. I, I, yesterday, I tweeted. To, I tweeted. Tell me, give me a reason why I shouldn't get a scooter. And people said, "Well, you might die." <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't want to bring you down, man. But I'm a firefighter, and we do. I do see quite a lot of oh, <laughs> motorcycle injuries and oh, stuff. So, heck. Yeah, no, don't. I don't I don't, uh, yeah, I couldn't do it. I used to have a CBT back years and years ago, but yeah. I just couldn't do it anymore, mate. It was just, I lost, well, I lost some bottle on the road. Hey, uh, are, you, are, you, are you still a firefighter? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whereabouts, yeah. in London? 
Yeah. You see, um, you know Boris, when he was Mayor of London, closed loads yeah. of, um, firehouses, I don't know what you call them, fire, fire stations, stations yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And there's a brilliant story today that one of the fire stations he's closed down is being sold to a Tory donor so that he can convert it into luxury flats. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you couldn't make it up! You couldn't make it up! It's been a closed down fire station has been sold to a Tory donor. He's gonna turn it into luxury apartments. You couldn't make it up, Phil! <laughs> it's not. be careful what I say on there, but yeah. Um. <laughs> well done, Boris! <laughs> Hey, yeah. listen, mate. I'm, I'm. Listen, I'm, I'm pleased that I played a tiny part in your recovery. Thank you for all of the work that was, you do. It was a big part, Ian. Don't put your don't play. Oh, well, it thank out. you, mate. It was, thank it you f- part, for mate. putting and your. Also, just yeah. quickly. Yeah. I just want to say, um, uh, yeah, they celebrate Diwali and Sikh religion as well. It was, uh, <laughs> uh, celebrating. Um, <laughs> they had a guru who was uh, arrested. It's a bit sketchy because it was at school. I learned this man, but. Um, there was a guru that was imprisoned, and when he was released, they had a festival. I believe they did the lights, yeah. the candles to celebrate welcome him home or something like that. So I've, they they celebrate. I've just googled it. Google doesn't really well. exist in this studio, but yeah, Sikhs, Hindus, and Hindus and Jains all celebrate Diwali. Jane. Thank you, Phil, and thank you for putting yeah, your life right. on the line. And uh, we appreciate <laughs> it, mate. Cheers. Not when oh, you're right, on a bike. Good. I mean, when you're a firefighter. <laughs> Thank you, mate. Take Here's care. It. What? What a nice call. What? Isn't it? Just go to show. Yes, Sikhs and I like the Janes. I went to a Jane. Now, was it? It wasn't a wedding. I think it was. Oh, it might have been a, um, the equivalent of a christening, like a naming party. And it was a mate of mine, and he married um, a Jane. And um, I, I remember when I went to India, we stopped off and saw a couple of Janes tentals and uh, tentals temples and um the uh the decoration inside was ridiculously ornate i mean like t- you know tiny tiny painting tiny but all over the and we're, 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 but i don't know much about the janes um i think they i think they're one of the most peaceful religions <laughs> i think because i mean even the sikhs they you know they got the dagger and stuff oh they are warriors oh weren't they don't want to mess with the sikhs Mm-mm. Don't we- hey, if I'm getting um, a scooter, I can get a turban, can't I? It's a, that's a legal loop. Do you remember that? It was a big thing. Well, this, you see, the thing is, right, if you wear a turban, you don't need to wear a crash helmet. Yeah, but you have to wear a turban, mate. Yeah, I know. Everyone was up in arms. <laughs> it was a big thing in the 80s. Everyone was up in arms. Well, you, well I'm not being funny, right? They're coming over here, riding on their own. They take that bloody turban <laughs> off and they wear a bloody mo- uh, motorcycle helmet. Well, yeah. Give them the length of cloth. See how long it takes them to go. Do you know what? I think I'll just go helmet. Um, thank you for that, Phil. That was a lovely call, and that, that has um, redressed the karmic balance of the previous call. And thank you for the thing and telling me about Sikhs so and Diwali. on Friday, if yes. I wear trousers, will you give me a backy? <laughs> oh, you mean on the... Yeah. You want to ride pillion? I was just that would be easier on a skirt. Um, uh, well, legally I won't be allowed to, because I'll have L-plates, but yeah, sure, of course I will. I mean, why else would I get a scooter? Why else would I do it? I'm going to take the boys up and down the street. I'm not allowed to be breaking the law. Of course no, I'm you'll be on your estate. No, it'd be a public road. No, you'll be on your... I haven't got an estate. It's public roads. Sh- I don't want to see what you mean. <laughs> um, well, I've got to pass the thing on Thursday. I can't believe I've... I've oh, come I've, on. I've seen some of the people riding them things. You'll be fine. Well, they, they, here's the thing. I looked at a couple of websites, and they all said... If you don't pass it that day, 
you can come back another day, but we won't charge you. Because it's, because it's not a test, right? It's, you, you still, once you've done this, you have, you still have to have L plates. And you, you then got two years. Oh, I've got to put my car in for an MOT. That's a boring thought. That's, this is what happens when you grow up. Oh, I've got to put my car in for an MOT. It's in the middle of July. It needs to be done. Yeah. Um, that's the, um, uh, 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 so you, you have to have L plates. You've got two years then to take the full test. Or at the end of the two years, you just do this dodge pot test at the back of a sports centre again. And they just give you a certificate. And it's going through the cones. It's how to approach roundabouts. And apparently it's doing a U-turn in the road without putting your feet on the floor. I'm assuming, I'm assuming I'll be allowed to break with my feet on the floor. <laughs> and when you go around tight corners, the one foot can go down. Yeah, don't wear your best shoes. I, I, I mean, geez. but then I just, uh, I'm, I'm lucky enough that I've got a few quid in the bank and I've got a couple of jobs coming up that I didn't know were coming up. And I, uh, it was stupid. But Stop I, it. Stop it. Allow I, yourself to enjoy uh, the moment. It's a nice scooter. It is a nice scooter. Well, if it's not there Friday, then it's, it's not God's will. Um... <laughs> what what a great PS to a call. By the way, your Sikhs do celebrate Diwali. <laughs> and that nice. And that nice. And 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 you know, the, the, we might get a call in in eleven years' time from someone saying that this show meant something to them. I don't know what. I wouldn't like to be so arrogant, but I do know what. I tell you what, guys, we're coming to the end of the show. No. If we're drifting off to sleep, this is going to mess. Let's end it in the traditional way, Edmundo. You. Uh, I'm just going to. Play White Wedding. Yeah. How does White Wedding go? With a rebel yell, she cried more, more, more. With a rebel yell, she cried more, 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 more. Talk radio, digital debate for the UK. Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.